Hey, what's going on? It's finally Friday night. Yep. God damn it. Yeah, we're not going out, so we're just going to usher you into your weekend. So we can get as drunk as we want. Yeah, we're going to say we're going to get drunk for a while. I even, went, I even went down earlier and had to get a whole new bottle of vodka because we were almost yeah. out. Like, yeah. it's like 5 o'clock, and I kind of walked through the living room, and I was like, oh, shit, we only like that much vodka left. And I'm like, that's yeah. not acceptable. So I had to go. And then I, w- I went to get Tom, and he was taking a nap. So I was yeah. like, well, shit, I'll just go down and get some. Got Sebastian in here. Got Danny. Murder Hornet. Zach. Your Rock Da Vinci. Hey, what's yeah. going on, you guys? It's my I favorite. It says Yorker Rock. York. York is it Yorker Rock or York, York Rock? Rock? Yeah. Just they're all starting. People are starting to come in. Yeah. Yeah. They're all. Hooray. Yeah. Okay. I think this might be my favorite show of the week to do. Because it's low. It's easy. Because it's low stress. <laughs> Although yeah. I will say, just chit chat and get drunk. Yeah, I mean, you know, I don't, I don't really have to like research anything or anything like Answer that. Which, which I like, which I like doing that. But it's yeah. just kind of like, you know what I mean? Not here, we can just talk about whatever. I was gonna say, I was telling him before the show started. Um, I'm actually really proud of how our dragons show came out Wednesday night. I was like, because I covered everything I wanted to cover. I think I got like all the information, and I thought it was really interesting. And I think we stayed on topic. About eighty percent of the time, yeah, which well, is re- which is up. a really good. You gave me a heads up. You had a shit ton of fucking information, so I I, I stopped. I made sure I wasn't commenting. But the much. thing about it is that even when we went off on tangents, it was yeah. still like about mythology. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it wasn't that far off. It wasn't yeah. like we were just like talking about. What was it? Three shit. hour show? I think it ended up being almost four hours. Fuck. But like I said, I covered everything I wanted to cover, and I was just because I was really charge them extra for that. I was gonna say I was like I was really stressed out beforehand because I spent like almost two entire days like researching that show because there's so much stuff about it that I had to like winnow it all down and like put it in a framework that you know made sense and was like interesting and stuff because there was a lot of tons of other information that I had to take out so I was like stressing out about it but you know what I mean but it came out good and so I was like really happy and like it seemed like a lot of people commented that yeah they really liked and they wanted more like stuff like that yeah I didn't realize how many dragons there were in Greek mythology mm-hmm. it's just they didn't recognize them as dragons yeah but that's what they were dragon is a serpent so everything that was a serpent Hydras. Yeah, because that's the, what the word started out yeah. meaning. So it didn't like mean the whole like, mean Game, of, Thro- with, like, Game yeah. of Thrones situation like, until shit. later on, right. right? So yeah, that's what it was. And that Quetzalcoatl—that would Quetzalcoatl, yeah. Quetzalcoatl was a dragon. Yeah. Oh, Zach says. Uh, so guess how my day started? Was hungover and had to pee real bad. Toilets clogged. Oh my god, I hate when that happens. Uh, I go to unclog it. Damn thing overflowed all over the floor. Damn. Should have just pissed down the sink. Or in the shower. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's what I would have done. <laughs> so I'm like, fuck this. Fuck this. Gotta go now. Yeah. Yeah, Zach said, and this was before I'd even had breakfast or coffee. See, oh, that sucks, man. Yeah. I've been there. I've had that same exact thing happen. One time we had a toilet back up on us at the old place for no reason at all. Just flushed the toilet and water started coming out of the damn... Yeah, the, of the bot, for like uh, from underneath, from underneath it. the toilet. Yeah, it was, it was like fresh water. It didn't stink, but it was filling up the whole bathroom. We were just throwing towels. We're like, no, tri- tri- trying to figure out what had happened. And I just plunged it, plunged it, plunged it, and I heard something go brook out of the fucking big uh, 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 bathtub that we had at the old place, and then yeah. it, the big garden tub. Yeah, and then it brook. It all went down. 
It was really kind of weird. It was. I think it was some kind of blockage that was like near where the washing machine drained out. Yeah, I think that's where the blockage was. Yeah, the water. Yeah, that that water may have been come from the washing machine. I don't know. Yeah, because it's like I mean, at least didn't smell like sewage. Yeah, at least thank God that it was just water. Like it's it wasn't just it wasn't like horrible sewage, but yeah. But it, yeah, it just kept coming, and I was like, "Oh yeah. no!" It's like just coming out all over the fucking yeah. bathroom floor. For oh, no that's real reason that, that we could right. see. Yeah, there wasn't anything like clogging the toilet in there. It was yeah. in the plumbing someplace else. The plumbing in that place was so weird. Yeah. It was on like two different yeah. circuits because like yeah. one half of the house, because that house was just one story. Yeah. Like, one half of the house seemed to have its own little piping situation going on, yeah. and it was fine. But then, like, our side, where our bedroom was, um, was the same as the washing machine thing. So yeah. I think when something blocked, like, near the washing machine, like, it backed up into the tub and everything yeah. like that. They were real pretty houses in a, in a real nice uh, gated community. Uh, looked like something out of, you know, I would make videos outside about with, about my Buell and shit, and some of my friends... Uh, in Brazil, who were who had bills would fucking go. God damn! Look at that, look at that neighborhood because they don't have anything like that in Brazil. And then they were says it looks like part of Disneyland because someone and they were like, yeah, it kind of it kind of is, kind of does, yeah. You know, and and it's all, everything kind of looks like that around here in certain areas. Well, the new stuff looks like something belonged to Disney Empire, but um, the houses looked real pretty, but they were built very quickly. Yeah, and out of and kind of. The things like the fucking faucets and the handles and doorknobs on things, they were just kind of cheap. Yeah. And there's no telling what how well thought out the plumbing was because it it didn't seem to work. I think not very. I don't think they really thought it out too well. Even though they're asking like $400,000, $500,000 for those houses. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that one was three seventy five. I think, yeah. And like I said, that was much smaller than this house, but... um, this one was uh, four seventy five. That one with that that house we lived in was what? It was four bedroom. Yeah. Three and a half bath. Yeah. I but think. the bedrooms, some half the bedrooms were very small. Were really small. Like one yeah. of them I just used for my office. I would call it a two bedroom. Yeah. Fucking a like the master little... bedroom was real big. Like yeah. it was big enough for like a like bedroom a and yeah. like a living room. Yeah. Thing walk-in too. closets and it had its own bathroom. It was enclosed. It had a garden tub and a stand up shower. Yeah. Like separate, yeah, which I thought nice. was neat. It was nice. And it had, like, a huge walk-in closet, which I yeah. really liked. The bathroom area was the size of a, of a lot of rooms. Yeah, it was big. Like a bedroom, yeah. Like, it had this big, long, like, yeah. double sink and yeah. all this other it's stuff. Too bad we didn't get to make any porn in that. That was a porn, that was a porn set fucking just Too like late that. now. We can't go by the... Well, our now. landlords live there now. They live there now. Yeah. <laughs> because that was the, the house yeah. they owned. But, yeah. Redoing the landscaping out here. Yeah, that's what that's what Tom's been, been working on that. the last few yeah. days. Got a guy helping me lay it out and everything. Tore out a bunch of well, there was a bunch of shrubbery in front yeah. of the house. I like, cut out fucking five, and we cut them all I down. I cut out five huge bushes, and then I had to hire a guy to come and fucking grind the stumps out. Yeah, and then uh, just finishing up, and it's fucking a pain in the ass. After uh, Christmas, he's gonna come and he's gonna fucking lay it out. He's got a design. I- I'm not a I'm not a landscaper. I'm yeah. Just paying for him to design it. I'm gonna buy the trees and shit from him and I'll put it in there. Uh, but when it when it's in, the, the value of the house should go up. It already did go up. I think I've made twenty five thousand on this so far. Yeah, just because the. How much was this when we bought it? Four four seventy five. It's five hundred now. 
Okay. But like, I, I mean, but this is a big, I don't even remember what the exact, um, yeah. what the exact square footage is. If I keep 4,000 something. If I keep working on it and fixing on it with the, because this is now becoming a, an area where they're building, they're building all kinds of shit around here. Yeah. They're building shit around here. It's, not, it's rural, yeah. but it's not going to be for long. I'm hoping that in 10 years, this might be an $800,000 house. Yeah. Maybe we can like sell it and make yeah, it. Yeah. I would just sell it. <laughs> I would sell it. And then uh, pocket the rest of it. I mean, pocket maybe so. Yeah. We might be able to. Yeah. Because like I said, this is a big... I mean, yeah, it'll be older, but this area is building up. Yeah. And the thing about it is that I was going to say one of the... It's not um, that old. Yeah, it's not. This house is one of the things... The only thing I didn't like about the old house was that the houses in that neighborhood, they were all really pretty, but they were... Kind right of too close. They were too close together. Right on top of each other. They were too close together. Like we could look at our bedroom window, and like our neighbor's window was, was right like there. right there, yeah. like ten feet away. Yeah, this, um, is, this is on an acre of land. But yeah, way. this house, like yeah, we've got lots of neighbors. It's a big neighborhood, but everybody yeah. has big lots. Yeah, well, in this part, in this part of the community. Yeah, it's not an. This is not a gated community, but it should be. It was built to be one. Yeah, you it's can only, just drive in. It's, it's not got gated. two entrances. A front one and a back one. But you has its go, own has got, its own restaurant too. Yeah, it's got its own restaurant, its own golf course. It doesn't have its own gym and it doesn't have its own pool, which it should. Yeah, that kind of sucks. The two entrances are built to where there's an in lane and an out lane, in lanes and out lanes, so they could put guard guard booths there and, and gates, which eventually is going to have to happen because they, they probably they will, keep yeah. robbing cars. They keep hitting the cars here. Yeah, there have been a lot of cars broken yeah, into like, in this neighborhood. Because I'm on the next door like neighborhood thing, and it's yeah. like people are always pissing and moaning about. People I'm just like, lucky for me, nobody wants my fucking car because it's a piece of crap, <laughs> and there's nothing in there that you would want. Yeah, we just leave it open. I just leave it open. I'm like, hey, take it. I'm insured. Yeah. <laughs> you but, know what I mean? Yeah, but I'm gonna buy a car here soon. Yeah. Once Jen's. Well, you might have new, to keep that new, in the garage. I just I just park mine out on the driveway. I gotta because... make, yeah, but then I got those generators in there. I got that ride-on lawnmower, motorcycles. Where That's am I going to put all this shit? That's true. Gonna, but if we do we don't. The it, garage is not big. Like our yeah, old house, one, we had that was garages. another thing. We had two garages. Yeah. That we had a two-car garage and, and then like a little one-car garage, one car garage yeah. that had like, you know, the lawnmower and all that other shit in it. I'm gonna, and motorcycles I'm going to make room for stuff. I'm going to have to. Mm. Because I don't think I can leave that car outside. Probably not. Well, not with all of the, the car happened. robberies going on. Unless I like got I a said, badass alarm on it. My shit never gets broken into because my yeah. car looks like yeah. ass. I'm going to get... She's a, a good car, though. I've decided she I'm going to get a Kia Soul. Yeah, we were talking about yeah. that. Yeah. I like I like that. I, I, drove, I drove one, and I liked it. And yeah, you just, rented, You drove one when you went to Mississippi. Yeah, because your dad, one. right? You rented one. Yeah. And uh, I said, man, I'm going to get one of these cars. <laughs> it's just like a little bitty van. It's the size of it, it's the size of a small car, but it's kind of tall. Yeah, yeah. I kind of like the idea yeah. of having something that's like a car, but also has like a little bit of like an SUV kind of situation. Because yeah. I don't really want an SUV because no. I'm I don't like driving anything that big. It's like an SUV the size of a compact car. Yeah, see, I like that idea. And it had a lot. It had a good back seat in it. It had a, a nice little trunk, and it was kind of reminded me of a deluxe Jeep. Like, a, like you took a Jeep and built it on a car chassis. Right. That's what it was like. But it had a real good sound system, and it was uh, it was fast and nimble for something that looks so lame. They look kind of lame. They're very boxy. Like a box. 
but I still liked it. I think they're kind of cute, though. I'm not. I'm not one of those people that it's like I'm not super concerned about what the car looks like. Um, I just want something with good gas mileage that is practical for my lifestyle. Um, if it looks kind of wonky or people think it's lame or something, I don't really care about that. I don't care. It doesn't matter. Yeah, to me. <laughs> but uh, every now and then, you know, I was checking. You can get them maybe three years old with forty thousand miles on them for about fifteen grand here, sixteen grand, and uh, that's about right. I'm not going to pay the fucking twenty five thousand, thirty thousand for a new car. No, especially with what they're offering these new cars, they're, they're not all that great. It's much better to get one that's just a few years old. A couple years old, yeah. Because if you buy a new one, I mean, they lose, like, a lot of their value in the first year or two. So you might as well just get one that's a few years old. I want something that got repossessed off somebody. They couldn't afford it, you know what I mean? Fucking they lost their job, (laughs) and it's got fucking 40 grand on it, 40,000 miles. I I get a better deal with something like that. Yeah, that's what I mean. And all the new electronics and everything are so much better than what we're used to. Got fucking GPS is built in, and your fucking sound system's got Bluetooth. Got the backup cameras. You got backup cameras, which is nice. I could use that. Yeah, cause shit, man, my car is an old ass, basic as shit, Ford Taurus from two thousand and four. Feel like a teenager in that thing. Nothing. It has nothing. It has a tape deck. When I was a teenager, that car was fucking high tech. Robo (laughs) Robocop was driving one in the movies. I said, "Boy, that's a futuristic ass car." But now, man, fucking, <laughs> they're kind of a heavy, slow, ponderous kind of car for its size, you know. And they they don't get great gas mileage, really. Yeah, yours is a it V6. Gets okay, yours gas is a V6, mileage. I think. I don't drive it a yeah. lot anymore. You're right. So. Right. I just want something. Either like a Honda Fit, but those things are so fucking expensive. I liked my Honda Fit. I yeah. bought a new one in 2013, and it's, it yeah. was really good. I, liked I imagine it. the electronic packages are so much better. Oh, yeah, it's much better. That was the first, well, first and only new car I ever bought in my whole entire life. Her old Honda Fit was fun to drive. That fucker was fast. I mean, I yeah. couldn't believe that such a wimpy-looking car. I'd look down, it's going like 120. Yeah, see, I got to watch with that that, because I will absolutely go 100 miles an hour. It didn't feel like I was going 120. 110, I think. Because I'm just like, do-do-do, and then I'm like, oh, whoops. Yeah, it was like fucking 4 o'clock in the morning coming back from the castle. Fucking goth club. I was going, heading towards Orlando. And fucking, I said, man, this car is fucking awesome, man. I love how it rides because I was used to my fucking, fucking bombed out Mustang. Your Mustang. Mustang had dual door, which I drove, dual yeah. fucking thrush That car was and, so low to the ground and it was yeah. so heavy. It's like whenever yeah. I drove it, it was like I'd be going 60 miles an hour, but it felt like I was going 30 miles an hour. Because yeah. yeah. I kept like pushing the gas going, yeah. this is so slow. Yeah, it's an illusion. <laughs> but then when you get up to 90... On, on, on that old Mustang, it felt like you were going like 130. It felt like you were going f- much faster than you should have been because you really were. You were going too fast. You couldn't stop that car in time. It, yeah. just, it just weighed so much. I had a chick in a... I forgot what kind of car was. It wasn't... It, it, was, a, it was a little bitty compact car. She rear-ended me and it, and it fucking totaled her car. It crushed the whole fucking front end and it barely knocked the paint off the bumper. That <laughs> and she's like, well, how come it didn't do any damage? And I says, that's a fucking 94, 1994 fucking <laughs> that's an Ford Mustang. That's an heavy-ass car. It's all steel. Yeah. Steel and plastic. Yeah. It weighed a lot. But yeah, she rear-ended me at the light fucking it. just crushed the front, her front end in. It was a... 
What the fucking was? I think it might have been a Mazda. Well, they design cars. Yeah. More recent cars, they design them to kind of like crush the front end. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like to prevent like people Rumble from getting. Yeah, like. The car was still running. Yeah. And she's like, the thing is, I don't have any insurance and my license is. Gone. Oh well. And I was like, well, there's nothing you can do about it. So I just fucking yeah. tied. I tied her. Um. Uh. Hood down, right? She had a, a a fucking a shirt, a t-shirt in the back seat, and I tied it down, and she was able to drive away. It was still running, huh? But it was well, fucking, that's something. But the the fucking the radiator had moved about six or seven inches to the rear, and it had a big fucking right. the fucking thing was flat. But it was still running. Though. It was still running. That's funny. yeah. I looked at it. It was just the the frame and the thing that was holding the radiator. Yeah, and the bumper it mushed itself in. It didn't damage the. The uh, the wheels or the the engine, it it was just like empty space. It just crushed in, and um, the body panels were like plastic, and the only the 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 fucking hood was uh, it was metal, but it popped back into shape and it no longer fit properly. So the 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 the, the hood latches could didn't line up anymore. Right. You know what I mean? Because uh, the bottom latch had moved in about four or five inches. And and she's going, what do I do? And I, I, I tied it shut and I said, you should be able to find somebody around here that can pound that front end back out until the the latches line up and the, and the, and the hood will, uh, you know, lock. It didn't look that bad. Right. Because, you know, the, the, a lot of the, the, the quarter panels were like uh, plastic. So if the fucking metal frame was put back in, in, in position, the body parts would go back to where they were, you know? Yeah. It was weird. Man, the accident I was in, which was... It must have been 2014, I want to yeah. say. 2015. Because when I still worked at that print shop, because I got in the accident on the way to work at that print shop. Um, and that was, I was driving my old Nissan Sentra. It was a Nissan Sentra. Yeah. And it was also old. I think that was also a 2004. And what happened was I went into the turn lane. The light was green, you know, because I was turning right and the people in front of me were turning right and the light was green. For whatever reason, the person, not the person in front of me, there was an SUV in front of me, like a big one. The person in front of that person um, just stopped dead for some reason. I don't know why. Because, like I said, the light was green. And I couldn't see that person stopping dead because there was an SUV in front of me and I couldn't see the car in front of them. So the SUV in, in front of me stopped dead and I rear-ended that person. Um, I really didn't have time to do much of anything except scream and then I hit them. Um, it crushed the whole front end of my Nissan and, you know, the, um, airbags came out and everything. And, uh, yeah, luckily I was not hurt at all. The car obviously didn't run anymore, but, um, I didn't get charged. I didn't get blamed or anything, even though I was, you know, even though I had rear-ended them, but I was just kind of like, yeah, but the person in front of them, cause the guy driving the SUV it, his, the SUV wasn't even it didn't even make a dent like he's yeah. like basically all that happened was his coffee went all over the fucking cabin yeah. <laughs> but you know what I mean but that's all that happened he wasn't hurt nothing 
And so, um, but they were like, yeah, we didn't know why the person in front of that person just like stopped suddenly because the light was green. So I don't really know why that happened. But so I didn't really have time to stop. But um, yeah, yeah so. Grampers is in there. What's up, Graham? You said the average car note is now 700 a month. Yeah, I've been looking at what I'm looking at, you know, which is like something under 15, under 15 grand. I can get what I want for about 14, between 13 and 14. So it would probably be about 300. And then you got your insurance. Because of my age and driving record and my credit and everything, it probably costs about 400 a month. Yeah, you could get a good deal. And then me and Jen will go half on it. Yeah. Because it's going to be under your name because my credit's not yeah, good. Yeah, right. So we're going to put the car under his name when we buy another one. Yeah, I might, might not even put you on the insurance because you won't be needing to drive it. I'm the one that's always driving it when we go anywhere. That's true. I mean, it's it would be good for me to be on it in case I needed to go someplace, you know, like to visit my sister or if I needed to go to the store or something like that, like when you weren't here that or something like that. That would just be a blue moon, though, and I think I yeah, think that's can, true. You, you can drive other people's cars. Yeah, you can. So every time we go anywhere, we work from home. Yeah. So our insurance will be cheap. I'm retired, and you're working from home, so there's no commute. We got great driving records. That shit's perfect. Yeah. Even with those fucking sport bikes, perfect. So Yeah, you haven't even been in any... Well, I mean, you've been in a couple wrecks. Nef- but, nothing involving another vehicle. But nothing involving another vehicle. Yeah. Yeah, because the, the motorcycle wreck you were in, that was just you. Just me. Yeah, because you hit a cat, yeah. unfortunately. But, um, but yeah... I've only been in one accident, and, and like I, I said, nobody was hurt. My car was totaled, but nobody else. Got and they hurt never or... fuck with me for speeding. See, I got. I understand the cop mentality. See, Grampers, that's my buddy in there. We went to school together. He's a cop. <laughs> he's he, he's he's an ex cop. First of all, I know what I'm doing on a motorcycle, and I dress like I know what I'm doing. I'm wearing all fucking gear: motorcycle gear, armor, helmet. Yeah. Fucking shit, tons of fucking. I would I wear worry, a damn racing suit and racing I would armor. worry a lot more about you if you yeah. didn't wear it's all two, your stuff. I wear a two-piece. I don't wear the one-piece, but I wear a two-piece. So the cops don't even check me. They go, ah, yeah, he... Because I don't know what it is. I guess they... Cops like safety gear. And they like shit that looks professional. And if you're on there with a fucking wife beater, a cigarette holding out, no helmet, and flip-flops. They're, flip-flops, they're coming after you. Well, They're probably be, justifiably Because so. they know you don't, you've never been in a wreck. You don't know what the fuck you're doing. You're, you're, you're and you ripe. don't care. Yeah, you're ripe to fucking wipe out and, right. and kill yourself. Sure. So they'll just maybe fucking pull you over to fucking try to save your life because you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. You know, I'm wearing full body armor and fucking shit that's fucking, and it's all black with fucking white fucking Pegasus wings on the back and fucking helmets and fucking armored gloves and shit. And uh, they just look at my license plate they see that the shit's fucking up to date, and they go, "Yeah, he's good," and and they've seen me speed, yeah. but it's never triple digits, you know. It's the same as the way cars speed here. <laughs> cars speed. I can't here. really, I can't really criticize because yeah. I al- I always speed. yeah. Cars speed here. The speed, the legal. If limit, I can get away with it, the legal limit here is seventy miles an hour. Eighty's real common, but on a highway. Now. You're in a 45 zone. You can get away with 55. On a motorcycle, you might get away with a little bit more. Depends on. Also, it depends on where you're at. If you're in a bad neighborhood, they're gonna pop you. If you're in a good neighborhood, they just let you go. Yeah, those as cop, long as you're not what, obviously cops, in danger. Yeah, the, those cops. The cops in the good neighborhoods here are fucking well fed. They're well fed, well paid, and they know the locals and shit. <laughs> they're probably like, man, I just want to sit in my car and eat my 
eat my. Well, they're trying to. They're not making their money off fines. Yeah, that's not how that you know. In some of the, in some of the real more rough areas, fines are a huge um, source of income to keep the. Because yeah. there's not much tax revenue there. So they find people. It's really what I was talking about when I grew up in in Brazil. <clears throat> the police in third world nations, they're run as an anarcho-tyranny. That's what they are. The police are not there to stop crime. Because they're not going to stop crime. They're not getting paid enough. They don't give a shit about that. They're there to write fines and tickets. They're, the quality of the fucking police in a third world or a developing nation or a, just a fucking a tyranny <laughs> which is what Brazil was the quality of the police is like underneath the quality of a mall cop nobody wants that job because if you if they do try to enforce the law or save somebody they're going to get in trouble for shooting somebody so they don't want to shoot anybody it's kind of like what you're seeing around some of these major cities now where like Chicago and everything where New York where the police are afraid to do anything because they might go to jail. That's the way Brazil was. So the cops were just useless. And the streets were run by organized crime cartels and ex-military militias. Guns were banned, but they were fucking everywhere. If the cops ever fucking caught a guy who was a drug dealer and he had guns, they took the guns, but they let the drug dealer go. Then they gave the guns or sold the guns to their friends in the militias. So that's why I hear a lot of these American people's talking about law and Europeans talking about law, and it's like they're set on fucking novice. I was set on expert. None of those rules that you come up with actually work. Any kind of laws you come up with, well, they don't work in a fucking, in a society that has low trust, which that's eventually what happens. Everybody becomes crooked over time as a civilization starts to decline. It becomes like the Star War, the, the Star Trek mirror universe. Everyone is corrupt. Everyone's on the take. None of the laws really work. None of the rules work. I'm starting to see it here. So, But it's funny, you know, a lot of people are freaking out. To me, it's just, I grew up in it, so it's just normal for me. I'm like, yeah, this place is like Brazil now. Let me get some fucking uh, ice. Want some ice? Um, yeah, and more. might as well refill yeah, it while because yeah. it's almost down at bottom. Uh, John Smith said, aesthetically, I love the American hot rod look. Shame they're rolling death traps. Yeah, I mean, they do look cool, <laughs> for sure. Uh, Danny says, all cars are tin can death traps without a roll cage. Yeah, they are. Zach says, I don't exactly trust myself to drive. I don't either, frankly. <laughs> I mean, I do, but... I'm always nervous, like, every time. And if we're if me and him are going somewhere together, then he's driving. I'm not driving. Um, but I'm also thinking, who can afford a car anymore, let alone all it takes to maintain the upkeep for one? Yeah, they are kind of like... I mean, I've been kind of lucky with my old-ass, shitty-looking car. Um, she hasn't really needed a lot of stuff. I mean, obviously, you have to put gas in it and have to pay insurance and stuff, but... I haven't really had, I don't, you know, I don't really want to say anything to jinx it, but I haven't really had any huge big expenses, like, since I've had that. Like, it it just keeps on, it's got little problems, but nothing that keeps it from running. Um, like I said, it looks terrible on the outside and on the inside. <laughs> like, it just looks, 
It just looks like Tom's like he's like I we need to get a new car because this is like embarrassing at this point because it looks so bad. But um because honestly it's silver, but the Florida sun has like cooked off like large patches of the paint. You know what I mean? And it's got like rust and stuff like that because it's 2004. It's really old. So you know. Don't but, the Taurus. But yeah, but it's still like I said, it still runs and it's been like probably the most reliable car I've ever owned. Yeah, that was the last year of the Ford Taurus. It just keeps on, on trucking. That you saw on Robocop. It had, it had been around for like 20 years at that point. Yeah, I'm just, I've am just i never had a major problem it. with it. It got to the point to where shit, man, nothing would break on those things. And then every part, any all the components are, in, are very inexpensive. You can get them from AutoZone. So you could keep that car running for a long time. Yeah, and we have done. Like yeah. I don't remember the last time that I had to like spend a lot of money on that. Spent had to spend twenty dollars for the switch to the fucking control. The, yeah, but the, twenty dollars. That's like it. not. That's that's it. That's like the last major expense. No, the last major expense we did was uh, replacing the air conditioning compressor. That's right. That's right. We had to redo but, the compressor. That was a while back. It was about though. a thousand for that. That was a while back. But you can't. You cannot have a car in Florida without air air conditioning. No, it's no not way. possible. No. <laughs> no, it's just not possible. The inside of that car would rot. Yeah, that too. Plus, you would just like die. You would die of heat, and it would just stink constantly. Yeah, and it would and grow mold. Yeah, too. yeah, because you got to have something to dry the in interior of the car out. Yeah, yeah, like it's Florida. Everything's mm -hmm. damp. Yeah, all the time. Hundred percent humidity all year round. Yeah, pretty much. Better in the winter, but not much better. There's not much of a winter. No, not really. It just gets down in the It 70s. was kind of, when I went out to the liquor store at 5 o'clock, it was kind of nice. It was yeah. cloudy. Yeah. And so it was kind of starting to get dark, and it was like, it was pleasantly cool. Like, yeah. and it's been real windy, like the last couple of days have been real windy. So he was talking about hot rods when I left, what, what, what was that, what, what did he say? Oh, he said that, um, they like the American hot rod look, shame they're all rolling death traps. Uh, well... He must be talking about the original, what you would call hot rods, like from the 60s and 70s. Yeah, yeah, Is that yeah. what he's talking about? Because he was saying, too, that it's like um, the 50s did have a whole genre of music dedicated to car crashes. They did, yeah. yeah. That was a different <laughs> era, though. Um, they weren't death traps compared to the other cars that were on the road. They were just like the other cars that were on the road at the time. Cars back then didn't even have fucking yeah. seat belts or nothing. So the standards were very different. Um, we still we still see those running around every now and then. We just saw one the other day. Fucking remember that thing? Yeah, that hot rod exposed engine and everything. Totally illegal, but you can run it here as a classic car. The the cops aren't going to fuck with you. Well, they have classic car shows here yeah. like a lot. Right. So so like weekends you'll be driving around and then you see like all these like old cars like from back from the twenties and shit like that. Yeah. Driving yeah. around that have all been restored. The, the the problem with them is that they were all steel. Which made it very heavy. Didn't matter how small it was or how wispy it looked. It was it was all steel. They had mechanical brakes. They weren't using hydraulic brakes, so they didn't have much ability. They didn't have much of an ability to stop. But they weren't fast either. See, that's another thing people forget. Her Ford Taurus, that's fucking twenty years old, is much faster than those cars. Yeah, uh, they weren't very fast. And once you did kind of do mods to make them fast, they were now underbraked. So, they weren't really hot rods. They just looked cool. Yeah. And they were hot rods in the context of the time. Um, most of those American cars weren't very high performance. Just follow Steve McQueen and what he had when he, he was an actor. He was a race car driver. He always had the best of the shit. 
he had a lot of money in his day, <clears throat> and uh, he was in the California car scene. And uh, whenever a new car would come out, he'd buy it, and then he'd send it to a high performance shop and have it fucking tuned and perfected, and the brakes were placed, and he, he had everything over time. You could always tell what the best car was for the time if, if Steve McQueen had it. You know, you can look at what he had. Even Ferraris and shit weren't all that fast when they first appeared. They are now. But like I said, the standards are all very different. Um, the Mustangs weren't fast by today's standards. Now, they got some shit out today that's pretty good. The, the new fucking Corvettes are fucking blistering fast. The problem with the new Corvette is that here in Florida, whenever you see one and you pull up next to it, it's always an old man driving it. So that's an old man's car. You never see a young guy in a Corvette. I mean, it's like, and you, it's like a dude in his seventies or eighties in that fucking. He's thing. waiting his whole life to buy that. Yeah. Thing. So it's like <laughs> until he can afford it's it. It's the old man car of Florida. Yeah. Um, which kind of tarnishes it. The fucking, the two best cars that were considered to be hot rods that still exist are the modern hot rods. Mustang GT or and the Cobra editions, they're pretty good. They're not as fast as that Corvette though, but they've got that look. And the and the uh that Dodge, what's it called? What's that thing called? Fucking uh not the Viper. No. It's got that flat front end on it. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Oh uh, shit. Yeah, what the fuck is the name of that thing? Yeah. A lot of guys buy those. They're now getting to where they're uh there are old ones out that, that are all ragged out with bad paint. You can get them for cheap now. Dodge fucking, um, not the Challenger. The Challenger is a good one, but it, it, it's the it's the model underneath the Challenger. Maybe it is Challenger. Yeah, it might be. The Dodge a, Fucker. Wouldn't that be a good Dodge, It had a flat front end. It somebody like a should rock. call a car a fucker. That would be really good. The Ford Fucker. Yeah, although I'd out buy of the that. two, I'd probably take the Mustang. I'd take a Mustang GT over to fucking I'd buy Dodge. a car that was called that. Yeah. I mean, you know. James says, sorry, haven't kept up. Did the job in Orlando stop? Um, Charger, I, that's right. Yeah, oh, okay. The Charger and the Challenger. Yeah. I think the Challenger's faster. It's the same car, I think, but it's, it, if I remember correctly, but it's it's souped up a lot. The Dodge Charger. It it's, has a real gangster look to it. You see a lot of fucking wannabe gangsters driving those. Got the flat front end and the fucking kind of low. I think it's a two-door. It looks good. Good-looking car. And that has that American hot rod look to it. Oh, but I was going to say that um, I was working in Daytona, actually, which is about an hour from here. Um, and I quit that in, like, early September because I just couldn't do the drive anymore. It was just too much. So I've just been doing, like freelance cobbling shit together yeah and she's got a good another uh, new freelance gig that's uh we're just waiting on it right now yeah 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 they're waiting to get final approval yeah it's a, it's gonna be part-time but it's gonna be enough to pretty lucrative yeah like it's pretty lucrative like what they're paying yeah so that's gonna start soon too so yeah. i'm happy about that and once she once she stabilizes that we're gonna get rid of that jalopy we're gonna get a new car don't let her hear you say that we're gonna make that that, that car's gonna get a new a good home because like I said, it still runs. Yeah. I've never had a single problem with it. 
I don't think the door panels on the inside are busted out. Yeah, but like I said, it doesn't. She doesn't look pretty. No, I mean, she's paint, she's pretty ugly. It needs another paint job. Yeah, like the indoor. You don't want to sink a thousand dollars in a paint every job every time. Yeah. You close the doors. The little panels. The little panels on the inside like fall out. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, it's still got a tape deck. I have one of those things that you get at AutoZone that you put the tape deck, you put the tape in the tape deck, and, and, the then, tape deck. and then it has a, um, a, wire, a can... wire that you hook up to your phone so you can play Spotify or whatever, yeah, like, right. over, like through the speakers. <laughs> so I still have to do that. Yeah. It's so old it doesn't even have a fucking CD player. It's fucking pitiful. It is, yeah. It's we're just... gonna get it. We're gonna get a new. And we shoved to the club <laughs> and that shit, and I'm getting embarrassed. It was it was all right when it had paint on it. Yeah. But it, in in a period of about two years, the paint just fucking boiled away. Yeah. So and it's the, got and, like yeah. big. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's got like big missing. Big fucking missing spots on spots. the spots. The, <laughs> the, the roof and the fucking hood. The pour, the paint has boiled off. It, of now it. I will note that it's not as bad. I would submit that if you live in Florida. <laughs> Don't get a red car. No. It'll um, be pink in two years. That's the worst color to get. <laughs> yeah. The sun is just going to bake that shit right off. Unless yeah. you have a garage to keep it in all the time. Yeah. Most people here tend to get like white or silver or something like yeah, that. Beige. because Or beige. Um, you know, just because if you get like an actual color, it's just going to fade gonna and be, it's yeah. going to look like ass. Because fade. the sun's just going to yeah. cook it. Yeah, and if it's black... It, that car's gonna be so hot, your AC will not be able yeah, to. Yeah, you're gonna it. like, it's gonna be like a fucking yeah. easy bake oven in there. Yeah, you want white or silver. Mm. That's really what you want. But and this even is a so, silver car, and it still cooked the paint off. And it still off. cooked the paint off. It took a long time. It did, yeah. I mean, it's an old car, and, and yeah. to be fair, um, we've parked it yeah. out in the driveway for never, years forever. and years. It has That car has never been garaged. Like, we never put it in yeah. the garage. That car's never been garaged. In well, the there was just never room That's in the a, garage. That car is 20 years old and it has never been garaged. No, I don't think so. No. Yeah, I don't think so. And that was Ford stock silver paint. So that's saying something. And that paint is 20 years old, but, you know. Yeah. John Smith said James Dean's car was called uh, Little Bastard. Why is no one called a car that? Yeah, see, I don't know. I'm sure, like, somebody will come around to that. Zach says, no, no, no. A Ford fucker is something quite different to what you're thinking. <laughs> oh, I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. John Smith said, I subscribe to the theory that no car can't be improved by flames up the side. Haven't seen that paint job in a long time. We saw one the other day, didn't we? Like, on the way to the on the way to the way Chinese buffet, didn't we see a car with yeah, flames that on was, the side? Yeah, uh, that was a... Like a classic car? It's a Model T, I think, wasn't it? Yeah, it was like an old... Because it was yeah. a car show going on. It was yeah. I don't know if it was last weekend or the weekend before. But there was a classic car show going on around here someplace. Because we kept seeing them on the road. Oracle said, so the tourists will be going to a farm upstate. <laughs> yeah, she will eventually. But like I said, I can't complain. I mean, that has easily been the most reliable car that I've ever owned. Yeah. And we bought it used we Body bought used. it for what fourteen hundred dollars something like that fourteen hundred dollars yeah we just bought it off put new tires on it a random dude Ch changed the ignition it had a roach infestation okay who's that is that bryce thank you i think it's a titanic discussion okay discuss something i can't see the end part but thank you very much that's very generous we're too old our vision's bad well no i can see it it's just it no, doesn't have it all the way on there because it's too long uh, it says, greetings, Jenny and Tom and everyone. Do you think a new car styled like a 50s Bel Air with modern technology would be a hit? Thanks and have a good night. Maybe so. I mean, it might stand out enough 
Yeah. I don't know. It could be a kind of thing. Do you remember like back in the day when they did what was that car that kind of looked like an old twenties gangster car? Um, the PT Cruiser. The PT Cruiser. Yeah. Um, and when that came out, like I don't think it lasted. I think it was just like hot for a minute, and no, then they were like, everybody for forgot. A long time. But yeah, they were around for a while because they looked so much different than everything else. And I think there is some value in that because some people yeah. would be like, "Man, I want something that looks distinctive." That was Chrysler's answer to the VW Beetle. That yeah, was, yeah, that yeah. Was coming back. Yeah. And actually, a lot of people made fun of the PT Cruiser, and people that owned them made fun of PT Cruisers. But they were pretty reliable once they got it right. I think the first year of it had no problems, but then they, they update. Never buy something in its first production year. There's always well, bugs no. in it. Because um, I knew people that owned them and said, "Yeah, I got one of those fucking PT cruisers. It's still running." You know, cause they were like they were like wanting it to break. But, we never had one. My dad had a Chrysler for a long time though, and he really liked them. Yeah. So he had a Chrysler. What the fuck was his car? It wasn't a PT Cruiser. It was a Chrysler or something. The Bel Air. If I remember, if I'm imagining the, the the car you're talking about from the 50s, it was a fucking big land yacht. We still have something kind of like that. It's called a uh, Lincoln Town Car. What do those look like nowadays? I haven't seen one in a long they time. They look just like a, just like a fucking Crown Victoria, like a Ford Crown. Victoria. Oh, okay. Ford Ford Crown Victorias. That was like your standard cop car, your standard fucking heavy-duty taxi. They would uprate them into the Mercury model. I think it was called a Mercury Grand Marquis, and that was with the deluxe interiors and shit. Right. Then they would stretch them slightly and make them look more like a limousine under in the Lincoln line, the Lincoln town car. And it had a bigger motor. I think it was like a five... I think it was a 5.4 liter V8. So the Lincoln Town Car was kind of like the modern version of a Bel Air. It didn't look like what you're talking about. It looked more like a Crown Victoria, kind of rounded thing. But it, it had a real nice interior. It was all leather, fucking huge fucking air conditioner in there, you know. Because they were in the south and it would be fucking frosty cold in those things. Well, that's what you want. Yeah. And um, I want ice on the inside of the shit. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, uh, they had fucking ballistic packages. In other words, fucking bullet resistant packages. You can get that. That was for VIP vehicles for like governors. In case you were for, at risk of being assassinated. Yeah. And that was usually like governors. Because governors used those. Like the governor of Louisiana had one. The governor of fucking Mississippi. Crown Victorias were in the fleet. In the state fleet. And that's what they rode around in. But uh, that was kind of like Crown, uh, Crown uh, excuse me, the uh, Lincoln Town Car, the fucking high-end versions of them were kind of like the best American luxury car you could buy was that, pretty much. From a major manufacturer. Town Car. My only memory of a Lincoln Town Car situation was when I was a kid, and one year, I mean, my family, we didn't have a lot of money. So it's like whenever we did a vacation, which was rarely, we would just go to Disney World because it was like an hour away. You know what I mean? Still yeah. expensive, though, but you know what I mean. So one year, we actually had some money, and we were going to Disney, but my dad actually rented a Lincoln Town Car. Yeah. And I think it was white. And the inside was like super plush and it was yeah. like dark blue and everything like that. 
I sat in the backseat of that car. I was a kid. And I was just like, oh my God, this must be what it's like to be a rich person. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> For like the hour drive. Like it's like you're in a room. <laughs> and when they're set it up was as, really nice. When they're set up as a limo, they can have a partition between the, the, uh, the people in the back and then the people in the front. But even the basic ones... There's enough room in a Lincoln Town Car to fuck. You could fuck in a Lincoln Town Car, even a modern without one. breaking stuff. Yeah, yeah. Which I have some in the back seat. I have some with. experience with that. Le- they had leather interiors, really good sound systems. Don't fuck in a tiny Mazda. Is, fucking, is they were real plush. The, the um, lesson there. They uh, had a big fucking engine. Usually, it was the engine out of a van, out of like a Ford van or a truck. And uh, they were wide. They were, I think, they were wider than a Crown Victoria too. Most of these cars we're talking about for our European listeners were totally would be totally useless in Europe, especially in a city. Well, they're giant. They're fucking giant. They make more sense in the United States. You know, we have big, open, sprawling roads. And they're nice for road trips, fucking, man. Because yeah, you can just fucking, like, it's like, woo, you can. Yeah, like, there's free parking and everywhere, and you know, and there's always yeah. empty parking spaces. Yeah, but yeah, in Europe, they're useless. In Europe, I mean, they'd be useless. You, you wouldn't need that. Yeah, but the, the sensation is, is that you're in a home, and you're in a luxury home or a luxury hotel room, driving. <laughs> And it's not about speed or anything. It's just about smooth ride and luxury. The and how, you know, fucking the sound systems that's in there. And, and in, in the deluxe executive versions, they're actually armored. They're bulletproofed in certain areas. Ar- armored glass. I mean, I would think, you know what? If I was going to drive cross country, which I would like to do one day because it sounds kind of fun. Um, I would absolutely rent and or buy... One of those really luxury, like, Winnebago-type situations. Yeah. I don't want to drive it, mind, because those yeah. things are fucking huge and I wouldn't be able to park it. But, um, because <laughs> my, my spatial awareness is not great. But, I mean, if you're going to go whole hog and, like, drive all the way across the country, like, for weeks and weeks and stuff like that, yeah, you need, like, some luxury shit like that. Yeah. Matter of fact, I had to look into uh, how much a used Lincoln Town Cars cost. <laughs> I know everything about that system. <laughs> I know everything about that those that kind of car. Yeah, because you can fix it. I can fix it. You yeah. can fix it. I can fix and, it. Yeah, I can fix that. I know everything about it. Sorry, you're channeling Victoria, Lincoln Graham Marquis. Yeah, Tom can Ford. fix all of the, all, the all of those American Lincoln's Ford Mercury's. adjacent yeah. Like cars. Yeah, because yeah. they're all very similar. I've rebuilt those motors before. Fucking the transmissions. Fucking I know everything about the down. Fuel injection systems and that's why we haven't. Fuel. Maybe that's why why we haven't spent much money on my car because it's like minor shit. Like you can fix it. Yeah, yeah. Like minor you shit, are, you can fix it. You always just fix it. But if I could get if I could get my hands on a decent fucking like say, two thousand three, two thousand eight, Lincoln Town Car with a good interior. Because a lot of them are ragged out. We'll be like the old school retiree. Yeah, like be like, around around this. like a fucking ride around in a fucking limo. <laughs> I'll do it. I don't care. I don't care how it looks. Gotta go to Ford and see if they got a used one they're trying to sell. <laughs> the thing is, though, is by now they all have 200,000 miles. No problem. Of course they do. Uh, they can go 250, 300,000 miles on the same on one engine. But it, a lot of times it's time for a new engine. Well, the amazing thing about my Ford Taurus is yeah. that even though it's from 2004, it does not yet have 200,000 miles on it. No, yeah, right. It only has, what, 160, 170? Yeah. Yeah. Whoever owned it before it was a work vehicle, so they didn't drive it all that much. When I was a kid, if you had a hundred thousand on your car, it was a fucking mess. It was it was a wreck. It was it was dying. 
That's not the way it really is anymore. No, absolutely not. Um, a Crown Victoria can get 230,000 miles, no problem, on, on one engine. I mean, as long as they're maintained. Yeah, right. Mm. Uh, it's always the support stuff, you know what I mean? You're going to need fucking alternators, fucking fuel fucking pumps, uh, fucking... Just little uh, shit like yeah, that. Yeah, the uh, steer, power steering pumps. Fucking Although I out. will say alternators have always been my... Yeah, um, alternators and batteries that go out. Yeah, well, and the thing about it is that battery is easier because you just replace it every couple yeah. of years or whatever, but alternator can go out whenever. Without um, warning. Yeah, I, was, I had a Honda Civic, and I was driving to Miami, actually, which um, from where I lived at that point was a five-hour drive, and uh, my alternator just decided to go, deep, Yeah. and it just... So yeah. I, I didn't make it to Miami. That's <laughs> all I'm saying. When me and Granthers were kids back in the '80s, you could get you could get Lincoln Town Cars from the '70s. You could get them for 500 bucks. That's how little people wanted them. They were like yeah. land yachts. They were an eyesore. They were very. They large. were a fucking eyesore. They were very large. They looked terrible. Well, they didn't look terrible. They looked like a giant hearse. They were just they, they stuck out like a sore thumb, and it was a definitely definitely it's an old man car. Yeah. And they fucking didn't have. There was no concept of fuel economy at all. It yeah. take, it'd take you a gallon just to go and get like, your milk. Man, we don't even care. Gallon of gas, yeah. It's like Honestly, if we got one of those, we should just like purse it out. Yeah. And then we should just like lean into it, man. We'll just like be in there like smoking big fucking cigars. Yeah. yeah. Put some gray wigs on. Shoot, shoot, shoot porn in the back. <laughs> Colored lights. So we'll have vampire that fucker out. Put a disco ball in there. Yeah. Just, well, yeah. like I said, yeah. if, maybe we should look into that. Maybe we maybe. should look into a car that's large enough for us to shoot porn in the backseat. That's right. Then we can it can serve like you know yeah. double dual purpose. Yeah, we could hire some of our friends to do porn in the back. Too. <laughs> have a later, you and a later cut a scene in the back. <laughs> Me and Tony in the front filming it. <laughs> Tony directing. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. But yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, you know, it, it could be fun. <sighs> Mackie Mac VR chat says, "Happy holidays, Tom and Jenny." Thank you, Pookie, and the two fur babies. I was almost thinking about looking at Cadillacs. Cadillacs used to have a fucking very low resale value because it was an old man car and the old man would die and then nobody wanted to buy it. When an old man wants a, a Cadillac, he wants a new Cadillac. He doesn't want a used one. He doesn't want some dead dude's Cadillac. It'll depress him, you know? But it used to be you could get a Cadillac. Plus it might be haunted. Yeah, you could get a, used to be you could get a Cadillac, a dead dude's Cadillac for fucking cheap. But I don't know what the, what the, what, what it's like now. I think Cadillacs might have expensive fucking upkeep. I'm not sure. And I don't know about the Yeah, Cadillac. I haven't really kept up with like all the newer right. car shit. So, I don't really know. I used to keep We're at the age where it. we might even fucking want a luxury car. <laughs> Pimp that shit out. I mean, you Drive know. Drive it. Yeah. But I want some I want modern I think I, th I think I want modern electronics. Well, like I said, I like all the good. I like all the yeah. modern shit on it. And yeah. cars nowadays are like much safer than they used to be back in the old days. So I like all the safety shit. I like all the, I like all the GPS. I like yeah. all the backup camera shit. I like all, all that, that Bluetooth stuff. Yeah, I like all that. So well, I, I don't want to go back to the old days where it's like it didn't have jack shit on it. The only modern car that's impressed me recently for practicality and just how it drove was that Kia Soul, that Korean car. Yeah. I've never driven one of those. It's fun to drive. You'd like it. It's kind of like a... Imagine that fit, but a lot shorter. Hmm. Yeah, it, it, the fit was kind of long. 
Yeah, the Honda Fit, it yeah. looks kind of small from the outside, but it was yeah. actually much larger inside yeah, than it, it appeared. Bit, yeah. This one's kind of like, 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 like a, you know. Imagine it's shorter and more square, but tall. Yeah. Like a van, like a little small van. Well, money, what do you say? Who is that? Thank you, Zach. Zach, okay. Sent Tom some pics of the Holden Effigy, an Aussie concept car. Would love to know what y'all think. It's so gorgeous. You sent me pictures of it? Yeah, he sent you pictures of it, so you better okay. check for that. Right. I know, I got so behind, sorry. Right. Gen X Jason said, Tom, if you buy a town car, get a 2005 or newer. The older ones have plastic intake that breaks and is a bitch to change. Okay, you oh, must that's, have one. Oh, that's good to know, one. yeah. So 2004. Well, yeah, we would definitely, because my car, my Ford Taurus that we have is a 2004, so I definitely want something that's like um, at least a decade newer than yeah. that. No, that car is fucking sweet, man. That is yeah, nice. yeah, that is fucking. That sick. is cool looking. Yeah, me and Jen would love some shit like that. That is cool looking. That almost the... looks like a cartoon car. What which, was that again? Which I'm into that. What do you call that? It's a. Well, wait a minute. Move the move the shit so I can see. Um, a Holden effigy. Yeah, how it's much a, do they want? It's fucking... Australian. It's a concept car. Okay, yeah. So it's not a concept available. Car. So it, that is nice though. I, I think that's really cool looking. Yeah, style look like the '50s. Yeah, it looks like an old gangster car. That's super cool. Um, Oracle said the PT Cruiser didn't have enough headroom. Yeah, I never sat in one, so. They looked like they had enough headroom, but like I said, I guess they didn't. Because, I don't, I don't know, man, like, cars can be deceptive. Because I think a lot of people, I had a Honda Fit, and I bought it new in 2013. I sold it later, but, um, and a lot of people is like, oh my god, like, how can you even sit in that thing? It's so tiny. But it was actually really big yeah, on the inside. inside. It was there very was a, cab forward. Yeah, it didn't really look like it, that it would be, but it was, like, really big on the inside. Orca says we, we love our Kia Soul. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. So she's got one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we that's one of the ones that we were thinking about we were, getting. Yeah. I drove one, one of the early ones, and I liked it. It was just a, a nimble, practical little car. Good mile, had good gas mileage on it. It had a good back seat for passengers, and it had a decent trunk. It had like a, a fat, like a lift back. I would be a good, kind of like a van in the back. Right. I liked it. Danny asked, "What's Tom and Jenny's dream car?" Mine is the '93 Toyota MR2. Oops, where did it go? Uh, it moved. Now I can't see it. <laughs> Maybe he deleted it, but I was reading uh, it and it went away. Yeah. So shit. Who said that? Uh, that was Danny. Yeah. Yeah, he deletes his comments for some. Well, I do, I think they just delete like okay. automatically. Danita also says, my 2002 Toyota Tacoma, so you got one that's older than me, okay, yeah. has only 186,000 miles, and it's never had a problem. Yeah. One thing about Toyotas, they yeah. always start, even at 30 degrees. Yeah, I've had yeah. a couple of Toyotas, and they were also very relaxing. I had a, to when I was a kid, my dad gave me a Toyota Corolla SR5. It was a 1983 or 4, I don't remember. And that was one of the best fucking cars I've ever owned. It was a fucking, it was a fastback, too. Fastback, fucking manual transmission, and it was like a little fucking hot rod. I had a good time with it. Never had any problems. Just changed the fucking brake pads. Corolla fucking SR5. Badass car. Great mileage. Even in the 80s, it was getting great mileage. Yeah, I had a couple of Toyotas. I had a Honda. Um, I had a Nissan. So I've had mostly Japanese yeah. cars. You looked at it, it just looked like a Volkswagen Rabbit or something. But it had like a little sporty feel to it. You know, you could fucking wrap a shit out of that little engine was light good stereo for the time uh mackie mac also said 
the one who said happy holidays and said happy holidays to Pookie and the other two cats. The other two kitties' names are Bambi and yeah. Beijing. Beijing. Beijing, yeah. Bambi is our newest acquisition. Yeah. We just got her a few months ago. She's still... She's starting to settle in. She's kind of starting to settle in. Yeah. She's also kind of crazy. But all of our cats are weird, but like in yeah. different ways. <laughs> yeah. Her, when we got her, her name was Dakota. That's what they named her at the shelter. But we called her Bambi because she looks like a baby deer, kind of. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she's she's mental. But I, I love her. She's awesome. Um, but yeah, uh, he also said, I want to see a goth-styled Christmas decor. You know what? We haven't... It was, the, like, the tree is up. It's called Krampus. <laughs> yeah. The tree is up. Yeah. But that's about it. We haven't even put out... I didn't and, put out my projector. We have... <laughs> This is how sad we are. We've only put up, we only have like cr the Christmas projectors. That is, yeah. So we have a snow, is it snowflakes? Yeah, snowflakes. Snowfla and, and I think Santa faces, right? Yeah, Santa faces. Santa yeah. faces. So we have like two of the, because we like, like the laziest. Yeah, we're lazy. But you know, even for like the Halloween decor, one of these days I'd like to get like a whole like fucking Halloween thing going out there. Because Halloween's my, that's my holiday. I like Christmas too, but you know what I mean. But even for Halloween, we only have like the projectors. We got bats and ghosts, I think. But yeah, for Christmas. Oh no, wait a minute. Maybe it's not Santa faces. Isn't it pepper? Is it peppermint things? I don't remember. It's been a long time. I, don't really I can't care. remember I either. Don't care. But we haven't even put those out. But we do. We do have the. the we do. We do have the tree up though. We do have the tree up though. But it's just like regular looking. It's just regular looking. We had to get a bigger tree when we moved here, because the ceiling. No, they get a smaller tree downstairs, or a smaller tree rather, because yeah. the ceiling is like. I don't know. The it's way not the ceiling as big was, as the other ceiling. It's not as big as the other ceiling. So yeah. we had to get like a smaller one. It wasn't. Yeah. The tree we had before was too tall. You know what I mean? So yeah. yeah. All right. So everybody's talking about. Camp guy said. <laughs> this is so funny. I think I pitched a woo. Oh my God. I haven't What's heard. What's that mean? I haven't heard that phrase in a long. That's like a very, very old timey um, phrase for sex. Okay. Pitched a woo. In the backseat of a 78, 79, or a 1980 Oldsmobile Delta 88 back in the day. Oh, my God. What my, was this? My brother had an Oldsmobile Delta 88. It was white. I remember that. We went to so many shows in that fucking car. That was back in the... What? Man. That that must have been back in the 80s. Oldsmobile's gone now, isn't it? Wait. Do they still have Oldsmobile? I think it's gone. I don't remember. A lot of the American companies are gone. Oh. Oldsmobile, I don't think, could keep up with anything. They couldn't keep up with any of the trends. I mean, it's the right styles. there in the name. Yeah, Olds it was the Olds. Yeah, it was. I mean, they had a problem keeping up with Chrysler, you know. <laughs> Which is also kind of an old. Which those, yeah, right, yeah. Like I said, my dad had Chryslers for a long yeah, time. Yeah, Chryslers are. Well, they're not what they used to be. Well, no, but like, yeah, that like I said, this was back in like the '90s or something. Yeah. But I remember in the '80s, my brother had an Oldsmobile. I'm not sure Chrysler's around anymore. Yeah, I'm not real sure. Like I said, I, don't, I haven't kept up. I haven't kept up. Oldsmobile, Chrysler, and Buick. Those were the ones that were always kind of lagging. Especially in the 80s. Well, like I said, and it's and yeah. I feel like 80s, most 90s. people have the perception that those are like old people cars. Yeah. And I guess that's true because, you know, yeah. it's it's not like young people are like clamoring to buy no. those. They couldn't come up with any designs to attract young people. Santa said, my brother has an old 70s Volkswagen Rabbit. I loved that car. Yeah, they're well made. Simple. I kind of feel like, I do like all the bells and whistles, like all the technological shit they have on cars nowadays, but there is something to be said for 
stuff that doesn't have a lot of things on it. Yeah. <laughs> because it's fewer things to break. Yeah. Not necessarily true with cars, but I think that's kind of true of like, but it's particularly like a lot of appliances and stuff like that. Because yeah. you know how they had like they have the new refrigerators and shit like that. That it's like, oh, it has AI and it'll tell you when you're out of stuff, like yeah. without even opening the door, and like that you have to. It's like, look, I don't need that. I can just open the door and see that we're out of milk or whatever, and go to the store. I don't really need. I, I to me, that's just one more thing to break. The rabbit. The rabbit was the uh, updated version of the beetle. It had an engine in the front instead of the back. You know what I mean? I don't think it was front wheel drive. I think it was rear wheel drive, if I remember, which made everything a lot made everything a lot more simple. It had actual air conditioning in it, an actual fucking because uh, a lot of stuff, <laughs> a lot of stuff in the Volkswagen Bug. I had a Volkswagen Bug when I was in Brazil, and it was new, not an old one, a new one. They still make them in South America, or at least they did when I was a kid. And uh, a lot of the shit in there in, in a Volkswagen Bug was a real half-ass. The drivetrain and the body were solid. Um, the motor was fucking rock solid. It didn't produce any power, so it would never really wear itself out. It would just run forever. <clears throat> as long as there was some kind of oil in it, you were good to go. And uh, the one I had was uh, adapted for alcohol burning. Because in Brazil, we use something called uh, fucking alcool, which is like a sugarcane alcohol. And it would just putt-putt around. It didn't, you know, it didn't have any needs. But when it came to heater, heat was real spotty. There was no air conditioning at all. I think some of the models had them, but it probably didn't work well. And it was probably a separate system. It was probably something that... <clears throat> Required gas or electric to run the air conditioning. I'm th- I think in the Volkswagen Beetle, if I remember correctly, that air conditioning was not a practical option. Um, when the Rabbit came out, it kind of was like that was more of a conventional modern car, liquid cooling instead of air cooling. The engine was in the front. I think it was a live axle in the back. Uh, real AC, r- real heater. Better interior, uh, sound system, um, power. St- no, they didn't have power steering. They had regular fucking mechanical steering, I think, most of them. But it was they were rock solid. There was really nothing that could break in a Volkswagen Rabbit. They were they were a move up from a from a bug. They had those in Brazil also. That was like the 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 uh, the, the second most popular car. First most popular car when I was there was a Volkswagen Bug. They called it a Fusca. Which is the Portuguese slang word for bug, or roach? Mm. <laughs> roach, fusca. They look more. I always pictured yeah. them more like a ladybug than a roach. Yeah, well, Brazilians just call it a fusca, but it's bug. But they're usually referring to a roach. Yeah. Oracle said we had a cat named Klaus by the shelter because he was found in an alley during Christmas. Mm. We called him D'Artagnan. Or Dart for short. Yeah, she doesn't. I don't know why they named her Dakota specifically. Um. That was her name when she came from the shelter, and then she was transported to PetSmart, uh, where we found her actually on the day that she came to PetSmart. Uh, we went in there and happened to look at the cats, and we were looking for a cat, another cat, and she was a Manx, and we were like, oh my goodness, and she looked really cute. So we adopted her. Yeah. But for So we called her Dakota for a while, yeah. but then I kept noticing 
her movements and the way she, because she's also a Manx, her tail is longer than Pookie's. Yeah. Like, Pookie's is just, like, about as long as your thumb. But Dakota's slash Bambi's is about that long. Yeah. And so, from the back, like, her coloring and stuff, she kind of looks like, it looks like a deer tail. Like, yeah. it, like it looked like a white-tailed deer. And also, she's kind of, like, floppy. Yeah. Like the way Bambi was when he was first born. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like with the long legs and everything. So I just all like Connor Bambi or Bam Bam. Xanada said that the uh, the golf replaced the rabbit. Yeah, but I also think that the rabbit and the golf used a lot of the same components. I think, the, I think if I remember correctly, it's been a long time since I've seen those cars. I think the golf was a rabbit, an improved rabbit. Well, and I thought the golf like was the what stuff. they called like the rabbit in your in Europe. Might have been. I thought. Yeah. I could be wrong about that then. Yeah, the rat. They call they called them the golf in Brazil, but we called it a rabbit. Because a lot but of people had they, VW golfs in Europe I think, I, when I, think, I was there. I think he might be onto something though. I think the original was the rabbit, and I think it got upgraded into the golf. But, but I think maybe the golf might have might have had some differences. But I'm not sure. Um, they were good cars. The Toyota Corolla SR5 was the Japanese version of the Volkswagen Golf. That's what they were. That's what they were trying to put a spin on. And Toyota did it a lot better, a lot better, faster, more, uh, more uh, high tech for the time. Um, better transmission, better reliability, better AC, better fucking uh, uh, heat, climate control on the inside. They, were, they had fastbacks and hatchbacks and different versions of them. I like the that that old fucking Corolla. They never had a problem with it. They just phased it out because they wanted something more expensive. The Corollas ended up being a high end car. You couldn't get them cheap. You could get them cheap when I was a kid though in the mid eighties. That was just like an economy car. Camp guy said my old man always wanted a Cadillac. Don't they all? Yeah. Um, he ended up getting a Lincoln Town Car when he was about 68 or 70 years old. Then he died about five or six years later yeah. from uh, metastatic gastric cancer. Yeah. We finally ended up selling that car for about 2400 bucks. Yeah. Whoever bought it got a good deal. Yeah. Yeah, I guess yeah. so. I remember that. I was Well, that's kind of why... Like, when I was in people, high school, that's how you got them. Right. You would kind of like look at the obituary. Yeah. You'd look at the... <laughs> You'd find some old man's fucking Cadillac or Lincoln Town Car for sale and you could get it for a song. But the thing is, is that you're a teenage kid trying to buy this fucking thing. Old old people wouldn't buy them because they wanted a new one. Yeah. And fucking working people didn't want that. They didn't want to commute in that piece of shit. They're fucking huge, too huge, man, the, the amount of money. So then you ended up, you're a teenager with this old man's fucking land yacht. Yeah. All right. And you can barely afford to keep gas in it. <laughs> But, like I said, on the plus side, you could fucking. You could fucking it. It was a mobile hotel. Sure. You could take it to the drive-in and you and your girl be in there bouncing that thing up and down on the fucking You could back park behind a church yeah, or right, like yeah. out in a park or something yeah. like that. But sure. heaven forbid anything went wrong with it because you couldn't afford to fix it. Yeah, that was the downside. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that was the downside. Let's go to uh, yeah, Oldsmobile is done, says Titanic Discussions. Okay. Also, Danny says Chrysler is around, Plymouth isn't. Plymouth, yeah, I always forget about Plymouth. And Pontiac is also gone. Yeah, Plymouth and Pontiac. I always forget about Plymouth. That's like the fucking red, red-headed stepchild of red-headed stepchildren. The only you reason I know about Plymouth. Plymouth is because of Christine. Yeah, Plymouth. Because <laughs> she was a Plymouth. <laughs> was she not? Yeah, I thought she was. That's really... I haven't seen them in a very long time. 
Mackie Max said, Tom and Jenny should do a photo shoot gothic version of St. Nick and Mrs. Claus. Maybe we should. I don't have any Christmas outfits, though, unfortunately. I don't know. Maybe I could put something together. We never do this. Like, we always mean to do all this stuff around Christmas time, and we just, like, we never do. You know what I mean? I don't know if it's just because we're lazy or we don't have the shit or I don't know what it is. Um, Dana said, Toyota heaters work great. My old Toyota still has great heat. Yeah, um... I don't know. I wouldn't know about that because it's like I've never turned the heat around in my car ever. <laughs> I've never needed to. You know? Even a couple times, like, we've been out and it's been kind of cold at night. Tom's like, I'm going to put the heat on. I'm like, no, you are not going to put the fucking heat on. I don't like the heat on. I don't like the heat on in the house. I would rather be cold with a fucking blanket. I don't, I don't like the heat on. It's fucking Florida. We don't need to turn the fucking heat on. It's not that cold. Put a blanket on and quit crying. Um, yeah. Dana also said I prefer Lincoln over Cadillac, personally. Yeah, I don't really have enough. I mean, when I think about Cadillac, I always just think about my grandpa. Because my grandpa, who died a long time ago, um, he was a hoarder. And one of the things he hoarded was cars and boats. So he had a shit ton of Cadillacs, like, parked in the backyard of his house in Daytona Beach. South Daytona, actually, it was. But he just loved Cadillacs, and he had a bunch of them. I learned to drive in one of them, actually. It was fucking gigantic. Like I said, it was just like, it's like a big fucking boat. But, man, when I was a kid, I didn't really think about it when I was a kid. Because I was a kid, you know what I mean? But we spent a lot of time at his house. We even lived there a few times, you know, when money was tight or whatever. And my grandfather... Um, after my grandmother divorced him in sometime in the 70s, I want to say. So it was mid to late 70s or the 80s, maybe. Because um, before that, like, the house had been... Because it was a nice house. It was big. It was, like, two-story and all this other stuff. And she kept that shit, like, immaculate. But as soon as she left, yeah, it all went to shit. And there was basically, like, one path through the downstairs that there was just crap on all the sides of it you know what i mean um and his backyard was kind of the same like he loved boats he loved he was like real into cameras jewelry guns like all that kind of stuff so his whole house was just like full of stuff like that like he would go to estate sales and buy all of that stuff so whenever so i'm kind of fascinated i will sit there and watch hours and hours of that show hoarders because I can relate. My grandfather was just like that. And especially like a lot of the male hoarders. I like that the newer episodes or the newer seasons of hoarders I've noticed. They have started putting more men on there. Because as far as I know, hoarding is actually more common in men. But for a long time, the hoarder show, it seemed like it was all women. And I felt like maybe that was either because women were more willing to go on the show. Like dudes were too embarrassed or something like that. But now it's kind of like 50-50. And every time you see the dudes on Hoarders, they always say they're exactly the same as my grandfather was. It's like they pick up shit like from dumpsters and like on the side of the I can use this. They never do, though. They see value in everything. They see use in everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm going to I'm going to, you know, pick up this thing like from the side of the road and I'm going to fix it yeah. and I'm going to sell it. And so but they never do. But they never do. You know, it's funny. I'm talking about Plymouth. I always try to remember Plymouth. I was thinking, man, there was another car maker 
I forgot what his name was, but it's gone now. But that the, the shit used to be big, but it's gone. I can't remember the name. Plymouth. Yeah. Like the Plymouth Fury. Yeah, it was. The, oh, that's what the car was that was yeah. pristine. Right. Plymouth Fury. That's right. I knew it was a Plymouth. And what's right. weird about that shit is that that was a very noble brand back in its day. They built some fucking really cool fucking cars in the forties and fifties. You know, I think they had some in the thirties too. Fifties and sixties. And it just kind of faded away as a fucking real mundane fart fucking car. I mean, just over. they were very mundane when they died. And it made me think that, you know, they got dead mall videos. We had to do dead car videos. <laughs> we do a whole video about how fucking, how cool that car brand was. And then what it ended up as over yeah. time. Because, like... Well, nothing is like eternally. Nothing's cool. eternal, yeah. No. And I can't think think of a single Plymouth, thing. By the time the eighties and it rolled around, Plymouth was making some of the fucking most boring fucking square boxy cars that you could imagine, and uh, not good quality. But in the fifties, man, during their heyday, it was fucking chrome, beautiful colors, and huge. And it's like something, madame. Somebody in the 50s would fucking sell their left net for. Well, I mean, when I saw the movie of Christine in 1983, um, that Plymouth Fury in that movie yeah. is fucking awesome looking. Yeah. And I would happily own that car. Yeah, and I don't even think that was one of their better ones. It was just like a good one. Yeah. You know? I mean, the one they had for the movie was yeah. fucking cool looking, is what yeah. I'm saying. But I don't know if I wouldn't have it because it would be too expensive to like, maintain it, but it's fucking cool looking. I think though. Plymouth had ones that they considered to be even better than the Fury for its day, you know? And I thought maybe, I thought I remember reading that the cars they used in the movie weren't actually Furies, but I could be wrong about that because they had more than one, obviously, because they had to trash a bunch of them. Xander said, tell Tom I want to yeah. send you guys the original Cocaine Cowboys movie made by Billy Corbin. Okay. But it's not in Blu-ray. He's only seen the Netflix series. The original movie is a lot better. You can send, you can send me on DVD. Yeah, we, we can play DVDs yeah, yeah. too. If, if it's I not mean, available on Blue, Blu-ray, send it on DVD. Yeah. yeah, it said it's about the 1980s Miami drug war. Yeah, we loved that series, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, we'll do, we'll do a show on it. Yeah. Yeah, we totally should. Yeah. Oh, and I think we're going to do, for the movie review that we do on Monday, I think we're going to do um, The Man Who Killed Hitler and then The Big, Bigfoot. Okay. Because um, somebody asked us about it, and yeah. Sam Elliott is I heard of it, yeah. And it's, it, and it's on Tubi for okay. free. I checked. So it's like, oh, yeah, I've been wanting to see that anyway. Guess what, people? I knew you were going to bring this up. You know, I'm bringing point. it. You yeah. know, just what I'm talking about. I know exactly. See, I can read your mind. She read my mind already. <laughs> Beverly Hills Cop 4. The, the trailer got dropped. It's coming out on fucking Netflix. In uh, the next summer. Next summer. Mm -hmm. And the fucking... It looks good. The trailer looks very good. It's got the all original cast. It's got Taggart. It's got Rosewood in it. It's got the old police chief. You know what's crazy? They're, I thought John dead. Ashton yeah. was dead. They're in there. I just did a yeah. movie review a couple weeks ago about a yeah. movie that he was in back in 2016, 2017 called Uncle yeah. John. Yeah. And I thought that he had died not long after making that, but obviously yeah. he's still alive. Surge, in Surge is in it. Yeah, it looks like Bronson Pinchot was in yeah, there. Yeah, Surge is in it. And fucking then... Uh, Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, and he's back in it. <laughs> what I like about it is that it, it looks like it has an edge. It looks like a modern movie. It does look fun. And it, it looks fun. 
And fucking Murphy, man, that bitch doesn't age much, does he? I know. I was like reading an article yeah. about that earlier because a yeah. lot of people are talking about the trailer, and it's like, is this? Are they using de aging on him or something? It's like he doesn't uh, look any different than he did in the fucking eighties. Like he looks pretty much. Well, he's got a little more mass to him. He's thicker. Yeah, he's thicker, but it's like other than that, he yeah. doesn't look like an old man. And he's what sixty two, sixty three. Older than me by far. He's in his sixties. Yeah, he's probably on HRT and just keeping himself. He looks great. Yeah. Just keeping himself, you know. I mean, he looks very young still. Yeah, and he looks energetic, man. Like high testosterone. That's good. Yeah, he might be on a bunch of stuff. Well, I mean, he's got the money. He's probably on test. You know what I mean? And just going to the gym. I love love Axel Foley. I love that character. I fucking... I even had a soft spot for fucking part three. A lot of people hate part three. Yeah, I kind of have a soft spot. There's certain parts... There's certain things about part three that I liked execution of part three was very blocky it was kind of had a cheap feeling to it it was a cash grab for sure. yeah like a cash grab and but this one i got a fucking feeling that this is going to wash away that damn bad taste that part three left in a lot of people's mouth but i think this is going to be good if if it's fucking as good as it <laughs> if it's as good as fucking um dolomite yeah, Dolomite was fucking That's kind of what I was thinking. I was like, man, yeah. if this is as good as Dolomite, then that's going to be Got Dolomite on Blu-ray. Yeah. It's classic. Gonna say, didn't love the Coming to America sequel. It was like, okay. It, it was okay. It was pretty good. It was pretty good. It was okay. It could have been better, though. Yeah. But Dolomite, I fucking loved. We've seen that like two or three times at this point. Yeah, Dolomite, that's, that's I a love that. classic flick. So, if it's as good as that, then I'll be happy. I'm just kind of pissed off that they're not having a theatrical release. I'd go to the theater to see that. I want to see that in the theater. I know. They really should have. I mean, they could do it. I don't know. Netflix doesn't usually do that, though, do they? They don't They do not do Like, some of the other yeah. streaming services will do, like, a simultaneous. Simultaneous. Yeah. You know? Or, they'll, or, like, what they'll do a lot of times is they'll it'll be in the theater for a couple weeks and then, like, the streaming service yeah. will get it. You know what I mean? They even got the fucking thing. Excellent. They got the, yeah. Harold Faltermeyer? Faltermeyer. That's what his name is. I think it's going to be good. I'm hoping. It looks good. The trailer looks good. The trailer looks good. The trailer looks good. The trailer looks good. I'm hoping. I'm just kind of hoping it won't be good. I don't, I think, I think Eddie Murphy produced it. He co-produces it. Eddie's made a strong comeback with Dolomite. And it was pretty good. I, only pro- the problem with Coming to America was at three. Com- Coming to America two was was it two or three? Yeah, was it two? Or, now I can't remember. I think it was two. I think it was two. Yeah. It was PG. Yeah, the I didn't love was that. R. Yeah, they should have like <laughs> yeah, pushed it yeah, harder. Right. It would have been better. So, but really, uh, since Eddie made his comeback, uh, fucking, I've been satisfied, and I've been a, I've been an Eddie Murphy fan since I was a little kid. All right. I mean, he's a funny motherfucker. Since when I was a little kid, and I'm not supposed to be seeing him on fucking Saturday Night Live. I'm too young. You yeah. Know what I mean? fucking, you know, I, and then uh, fucking um, 48 Hours, one and two. Then Beverly Hills Cop, he fucking blew it out of the water in one and two. Two, I think Beverly Hills Cop 2 is a masterpiece. I like both of them. Yeah, a lot of people like the first two. Yeah. But like I said, most people really do not like the third one. Yeah. Which I don't even remember that much about, to right. be honest with you. And those movies kind of spoke to me because, you know, I did time in Detroit, and that's where Axel was from, you know. 
like in the Michigan area, me, me and fucking Granthers. So I kind of knew the culture where they're trying to come from with that. And then they're showing the fish out of the water element where he's from a place like Detroit hanging out in Beverly Hills as fucking... Which that still plays. I mean, still, even in yeah, the modern era, you can difference. still do something with huge that. Huge difference. Because it uh, hasn't changed that much since yeah. the 80s, I feel like. Yeah, but... Um, me and Mike Kowalski, a friend of mine, and fucking Steve Rouse and shit, fucking Axel Foley was a hero of ours, man. That was a that was a fucking great character. Who's a cop? Who he's a good dude. He started off as a criminal, you know, uh, but he changed his ways and he did his thing and 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 he's funny and he's doing shit that would never happen in real life. But that's okay. It's a <laughs> but movie. it's just the movie, you know. It, it was an '80s action flick. It's just fun. Yeah, '80s fun action flick. He's fucking 24, and he's kind of fucking around with senior cops in their 50s. They would have set his ass right, okay? Fucking. But uh, it was just good. It was good. I think it was like a. It was kind of a buddy flick. It was up there with fucking Lethal Weapon one and two. And I like the Lethal Weapon series too. Yeah, well, the first two at least. Yeah, one and two was the best one. The other ones got kind of. It started know. going on a little long. Well, that that happens with pretty much every it happens, yeah. movie. But sequence. I have all the Lethal Weapons movies. I bought them all in a package. The storytelling is pretty good because it's it's buddy stories. It's a story about it's male friendship. Yeah, stories, and those are always fun. Everybody likes them. Yeah, and even even fucking. The Joe Pecci's gangster character was kind of like ended up accepted as one of the guys with these cops. He wasn't a cop, but they were his, they were friends with him. So it was just it was just a a feel good story arc. They're, they're buddy movies, yeah, which you don't see anymore. But I think I think well I think, no I think they still make them. It's just that there's so big many yeah, yeah there's so many movies right. nowadays. It's like hard to they get lost in the shuffle. Closest thing to the big to buddy movies nowadays would probably be something from Fast and Furious series. Yeah, like the the, the uh, something in Hobbs was pretty good. Wasn't that movie? Saw that one in the theater. I would say Calvin and Hobbs. Yeah. Calvin, no, that's the uh, yeah that was kind of like a buddy movie. <laughs> yeah, what are their names? Something in Hobbs. Yeah. Shit, man. We saw that in the theater, didn't we? Yeah, I liked it. I did too, but I don't yeah. remember anything about it. I don't remember, it. I remember, I don't remember about anything it. about I it, but it. I remember it was fun at the time. Yeah. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, shit, now I can't I don't remember. know if those movies... I, don't I have no... That's... I think that might have been the only Fast and Furious movie. I think I saw yeah. the first one, but I don't remember because yeah. I... Where I used to work, I used to work at a newspaper in Daytona, and there was a guy that worked there, and he loved movies, and he yeah. would kind of like... He um, pirated every movie ever yeah. um and he would loan them to me he's like hey you want to see this and i'm just like sure why not so he would like just loan me this like fucking yeah. random ass blank cd that had a movie on it so a lot of times i'd put them on now sometimes i wouldn't sit and watch them i'd be just like doing laundry or doing housework or something like that like while it was on so i didn't sit and watch it but so i've seen a lot of movies that i maybe wouldn't have watched otherwise because that's not like my genre you yeah. know what i mean he was real into like big budget like action yeah. Kind of movie. So I saw a lot of those, even though... Because I was like, hey, it's free. You know. Eddie Eddie Murphy's problem was when he started to have his own production in his own studios, and he tried to go family-friendly. So he's basically trying to fill Bill Cosby's fucking shoes. Hobbs and Shaw, that was the name of that movie. Hobbs and Shaw. Well, I, 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 I knew what y'all would remember. I actually want to buy I was like, that Hobbs, <laughs> All I could think of was Calvin and Hobbs. Yeah, like yeah. Fucking, I actually want to actually buy Hobbs like and Shaw. Like the fucking comic I liked strip. It. I liked it. Um... It was pretty. I remember. Yeah. I remember like, and I don't remember anything about it, but I remember it. 
being the, uh, fun. The, what went wrong with Eddie Murphy is that he tried to go mainstream. He tried to go family friendly. He yeah, see, don't do, don't that. do that. Don't do that. His best movies were 48 Hours, Beverly Hills Cop, Trading Places was great. I fucking trying to yeah, find Yeah, I really like, I like Trading Can't Places. Can't find a Blu-ray version of it. I like Trading Places. Uh, maybe they have it now, but uh, it was a while, a few years back I was looking for it. I want to see Trading Places again. Um, uh, fucking, I, I, I'm a big fan of The Golden Child. I couldn't find it. I kind of have a soft spot for that, too. I don't yeah. like it as much as I liked it back in the 80s when I first saw it. Because um, when we rewatched yeah. it again a couple years ago, I was like, eh, I don't like that as much as I used to. You forgot how much of a B movie that was. Yeah, I did. That's what it is. I Those did. were B movies. But I still have they a soft good. spot for it. They were very good. It's so weird. They're weird. Like, what a weird concept. Yeah. I, I, I got the knife. I love how ballsy that concept <laughs> yeah, was. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. no one would do that nowadays because yeah. it's just, like, yeah. bizarre. Hit the little kid and fucking, he must... <laughs> you must get the Ashanti dagger. Talking the de- they're yeah. fighting the devil and shit. It this is little, super fun. This little Buddha. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw that movie like a million times yeah. on cable back in the old days. Yeah. Oh, but uh, fucking the thing is, is, I don't think there was a Blu-ray release. I have a I have a DVD release. So I, I think I gotta go back and look. Yeah, I don't know if they've uh, it put needs it to be out. Re- I remember. I mean, it, I remember thinking that it needed to be remastered and it needed to be like fucking remastered as a Blu-ray release. Those were fucking. B movies. Beverly Hills Cop was a B movie. Yeah. When you see it, it's rough. It didn't matter though. That fucking movie has soul. And it was it's, so fucking funny. It's yeah, hilarious. It it's, went, and it still holds up. It still I think. holds up. It started to go lame. His problems. And I, and here's another one that I fucking liked. Vampire in Brooklyn. And I think that was his last good movie from that era. And a lot of people don't like a lot that of people movie. Don't like I it. like it though. I still have a soft spot for. I vampire thought it Brooklyn. was a strong vampire movie. Strong vampire. It, it, you I know. can see why people don't like it, but I kind of like it. He's doing a he's doing a play on Blackula. Yeah, and fucking I liked it. Um, but then he started to go into fucking uh, Nutty Professor type shit, and uh, what was the name? What was the? Uh, the guy well, he did haunted. He did haunted mansion. Haunted mansion. Doctor Doolittle. Doctor Doolittle. Yeah. yeah, and he started doing stuff like it's like, oh, I'm gonna be in a fat suit. I'm yeah. gonna like Christmas with the cranks or whatever. Was yeah. that Eddie Murphy? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. so he's doing some stuff. It was Family almost like Proto. Movie. Who's that motherfucker that does all those movies nowadays? Like the Medea movie. Medea, yeah. Which some of those Taylor, are good. like what's that dude's name? I forgot his name, but I like some of the Medea movies. I'll think of it in a second. But like that, it was almost like Proto that dude. Um, yeah. Yeah. So God, what's his name? It's right on the tip of my tongue. Well, actually, that guy was ripping off Eddie Murphy. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Eddie Murphy was like a Proto right. that guy. Um, so. So I don't love that. It, it, anytime you're kind of gonna, if your whole thing is edgy comedy, it better stay on there. Then yeah. you got to stay on top of your edge. If you're yeah. gonna go into family friendly stuff, it didn't work for him. I don't love it. Well, I mean, I don't love family friendly. Like, look, I love yeah. animated movies as much as the next person, but. I don't like anything that's just kind of like very specifically geared toward. Yeah, we're gonna make something like for kids. You know what I mean? Right. Unless, unless it's got some kind of creativity or some kind of edge to it. Murphy's thing. I was getting. I was a kid. I was there when it was happening. His thing is that it was funny and edgy. Tyler Perry. Thank you. Tyler Perry. Yeah, he's an Eddie Murphy ripoff. Even though I respect his work, he's good. 
Uh, Tom loved that Medea funeral yeah, movie that we went to the theater. I, 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 was, I was, saw it in the theater. I was laughing through the whole fucking I was night. like, I, did, I hated it, kind of. I well, I didn't hate like, it, but I was like, man, this is dumb as shit. But it's I was just very like, low brow. He I was just like, yeah, Tom's going to love this, though. I knew you were going to love it when I was watching it. I said, Tom's going to love this shit. When Murphy came back with Dolomite, I knew he was back. God damn, that movie was so yeah. good. It's like, okay, if you haven't seen Dolomite Is yeah. My Name, yeah. please see that. Must it's see so, that. so good. And it's, it's a true so story. He's playing, it's a true story. Okay. It's like, well, it kind of reminded me, like the vibe of it was like yeah. Ed Wood. Yeah, it's like Ed Wood. Because it was like, it was about Rudy Ray Moore, yeah. who was, who made, made terrible movies. But they were funny. But they were still funny and yeah. like unintentionally uh, a lot of times. But... The spirit behind it, it's like, look, we are not talented at all, but... <laughs> I'm going to disagree. They were talented. Well, it no, they funny. were. But funny. I'm just saying that, like, you know, they didn't have, yeah. you know, they didn't have a lot of the talent that maybe bigger, you know what I mean? No. But it's like, but they had... They didn't have the money to make sure. Right, and they didn't have the money or anything like that, but they Katie, just, like, they really wanted to make the movies, man, yeah, yeah. and they just, like, it was, like, really inspirational. Yeah. Right. Well, the reason, the reason why Murphy was such an end for that is because he knew more. He was friends with him. And really what Eddie Murphy was doing in his early film career that made him famous was the same thing that Rudy Ray Moore was doing. It's yeah. Just that he had more money than Rudy Ray. And he was, but more, was and arguably more talented than Rudy Ray Moore. I ain't gonna fuck with Rudy Ray like that. Rudy Ray was talented within the framework of his time and what yeah. he had. Like in an Ed Wood type of right, situation. Yeah, right. Which Ed Rudy, Wood was objectively... A terrible filmmaker. However, it was his, entertaining. His movies are still entertaining, entertaining, so I would argue that he might be talented. That he's <laughs> kind of talented, just yeah. unintentionally. Yeah, which that works too. That works too. <laughs> you know, Rudy I mean? Ray was making black product. Yeah, he was making stuff that black people wanted to see, and it worked. They came and saw it, and it was and it was uh, underground. You know, he would have a release in the theater. You had to buy tickets at the. I love P.D. Wheatstraw, yeah, the Devil's Son-in-Law. The Devil's Son-in-Law. It's Dude, Devil's Son-in-Law, right? Devil, yeah. I think it's Devil's, Devil's Son-in-Law. Yeah. Which I think is on Tubi, or it was yeah. a couple months ago. Yeah. It's super he's fun. A, he's, he does all kinds of shit. Sometimes he's a, he's a secret agent pimp. Mm-hmm. That's what that's what He's all kinds of shit. It's funny, man. And he knows Kung Fu, kind of. Knows Kung Fu, or kind of. Takes it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, uh, it's, it's like Grindhouse. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're just making a movie. So, yeah, I thought it was good. But see, that's what's cool about the that Dolomite kind of shit. Dolomite in My Name is a movie with Eddie Murphy telling the story of Rudy Ray Moore. Right. And, uh, it, it's and like I see. said, it's super inspirational. It's a must-see. Yeah. Because it's, it's like, it's here are people that had it's no like money. Wood. It's like watching Ed Wood. Yeah, it's like people that had no money and yeah. arguably little talent. Um, but they were, God damn it, they were yeah. going to make a fucking movie. Yeah. And they were all in. Yeah. Wesley Snipes is in it. Yeah. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. It's so good. Which is Snipes is another one that fucking was uh, very talented. And um, he got in trouble with the IRS and fucking it kind of, you didn't see him much. But he he's back. Do so, you know what movie you need to see that you that? probably haven't? Yeah. Is Tu Wong Fu, Thanks for Everything, Julie Newmar. I don't know that Which one. has Wesley Snipes. Yeah. Uh, Patrick Swayze. Okay. And who else was in that? Jen Le- John Leguizamo. Okay, yeah. In dra- as drag queens. Yeah, right. It is wildly entertaining. Okay. Not as good as... Not quite as good as um, Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. Yeah. Which is a similar theme. Um, 
but still very entertaining. You might like it, actually. My favorite Wesley Snipes movie is Demolition Man with Sylvester Stallone. It's a futuristic movie. It's 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 the it's a documentary. It's all true. It's a fucking great movie. Uh, if you guys haven't seen it, uh, Sandra Bullock's in it, and it's kind of like an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. Kinda. Sandra Bullock always kind of pissed me off for some reason. I'm I not like really her. sure. Like I'm her. not really sure. I know a lot of people do. Yeah. But I don't know. There was just something about her that always rubbed me the wrong way, and I can't really put my finger on what it is. She was just some cute, upbeat chick. I don't know. There's something about her that always like really annoyed me, and I don't know what it is, which kind of bothers me. But I can't really. I can't. Like I said, I can't put my finger on. I know a lot of people don't, and it's like so. I don't know. It's just kind of a generic something that's wrong with me. I guess kind of like a generic American chick. But it's like something about her just always like rubbed me the wrong way. Like, whenever I would see her in a movie, I'm like, yeah. man, fuck off. No, I like oh. Sandra Bullock. You know she what I mean? She's kind of just a good girl. Kind of yeah, a good maybe girl that's why her. I didn't like her. Yeah. Oracle said, Stalker Channing is in Tu Wong Fu, too. That's right. I forgot about that. Good old Rizzo. I love Stalker Channing. She's awesome. Uh, Wild and Wonderful Whitney said, I love that movie. Not sure which one we're talking about. But, yeah, maybe it's Tu Wong Fu. But, yeah, I kind of feel I've been wanting to, like, make Tom watch that. I don't. I, I don't actually think he's seen Priscilla, Queen of the Desert either. Even though that's one of my favorite movies ever. But um, I mean, you know, the two are they're not the same, but they're kind of similar, like the theme of them. So I should show him those. We'll do like a drag queen. We'll do a drag queen double feature one of these days. It'll be Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, and Tu Wong Fu. That'll be like really cool. I think. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Fucking hate Demolition Man is awesome. Three seashells. Yeah, Ian English said, I'm with you, Jenny. She just seems too preppy. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe she just seemed, like, too normie for me. Um, I Okay, I think what it is, maybe this is what it is. I think that the way that she was marketed, and I don't, I don't know if this was entirely her fault, probably not, but the way she's marketed is just kind of like she's this obviously beautiful, hot chick, but every movie that she was in, there was always something, quote-unquote, like, wrong with her. Like, she was always, oh, she's super clumsy, or she's... Like, they always kind of, like, have to give, like, the hot girl, like, some kind of, like, quirk. And she seems like the embodiment of that really annoying Hollywood trope. You know what I mean? Where it's like, here's... Yeah, like, here's this super hot girl, obviously, and we're gonna put her in this movie, but we have to give her this, like, funny like shortfall um usually with sandra bullock it would usually be like she was super clumsy or super awkward or something like that she was kind of like like a character actress actually yeah and it's like and clearly she's probably not like that in real life and it's like i don't know why that just kind of got on my nerves like the way that so i don't know if it's so much her that's pissing me off or the way that she's portrayed that was pissing me off. probably the writing that's yeah i think that's what it's like i said so i'm not blaming her i'm sure that wasn't like her fault entirely because that's what she got cast into yeah i also never really saw her as hot i saw her as cute yeah she's not yeah there's because there's kind sexy. of a yeah she wasn't really she wasn't really hot sexy. cute sexy they're, they're, those are different yeah. terms yeah yeah she's she, cute and funny yeah she's pretty although i never not, thought not her, i never found her particularly funny though either no she had a lot of she had a lot of good lines in uh in demolition man you know, come yeah. on, let's go blow this guy. He goes, no, <laughs> blow this guy away. That's a, remember that? Yeah, I haven't seen that. She in a just while, said all kind. Yeah. yeah, she said a lot of shit. It was fucking funny. 
she was a student of 80s culture. Right. Remember that? And she she misunderstood a lot of st- a lot of the yeah. the culture of the time and she she, she tried to use uh, swear words and expressions that she heard from uh, history lessons, I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cuz the original so, material right. wasn't wasn't available in her time. Right. So when they were t- going to catch the bad guy, come on, let's go blow this guy and fucking Right, so it's kind of and yeah. That is very eighties. That is very eighties no, 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 style no, no. humor. It's let's blow this guy away. Where it's just kind of like yeah, yeah, yeah. where where a lot of the humor comes from, like misunderstanding or yeah, like somebody yeah, she, being a dummy. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So Ian England agrees with me. So I'm glad I'm not the only person. Yeah. Said she was just seemed too pre- preppy and said yeah. she's pretty, but I've always found her insufferable. Yeah, me too. And I'm I, like I said, it's no no ding on her. I'm sure she's a lovely person, but it's just kind of like I don't know. Something about her has always pissed me off. The way she was cast. Maybe that's what it was. Yeah, because she always did got, kind of get cast in those kind mm-hmm. of roles. But those were those were roles of the time. Yeah, of the times there was there was that type, that yeah. character type. Which maybe I just don't like that character type. Yeah. So the fact that she was always kind of cast in those roles. She's always like, cast as like me. the chick that fucking wasn't prepared for this shit. She's thrust into this situation and she's just trying to. You know what I mean? And she's just trying to cobble. She's she, like, oh my God, she, yeah, I'm what's so happening? retarded. Yeah, 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 you know what I mean? Of. Yeah. So I was just kind of, I don't know. That I, trope I didn't like, last long. That was 90s. Yeah, that was you know, a very five, 90s. Years, was oh, I mean, there was a lot of that going on in the 80s yeah. too, but I kind of feel like I don't really, I don't know. So I just didn't really like that trope, I guess. So maybe that's what it was. Because I, I, I associate her with that trope and I don't like that trope. So maybe that's what it is. I don't know. I don't think she was anything like that. She was going out with Jesse no, James. No, probably not. She was probably dating not. Jesse James. Yeah, she's probably a lot so, cooler yeah, in person. Hang out with bikers and shit. But I don't know. I don't know her in person. Although he dumped her. He said she was so insufferable. He got sick of her. Oh, well, so maybe... <laughs> so maybe I'm right about it. Maybe she is annoying in real life. I don't, I don't really know. know. I, I don't I, I don't know her. I, I, think I can't say that. I remember, uh, it's been a long time since I've thought about that or fucking... I had to go back and investigate. I remember when it went up. Went down. I think. Uh, I think other women may have been involved. I think Jesse Jesse James dumped her for somebody else. Well, that would make sense. Yeah. What would you consider insufferable in a woman, Tom? Oh, fucking! Well, there's a lot of shit that's insufferable. That well, yeah, that's what I'm. That's what I'm curious about. It's like, uh, just out of curiosity. Know. I don't know. Just out of curiosity. I don't know. I can't even fucking think of it. You know it when you see it. <laughs> It's like pornography. Yeah, you know when you see it. Yeah, Tammy said she was actually married to Jesse James, and he cheated on her. Yeah, so I was kind of right. Keep it classy, Jesse. Yeah. But yeah. She wasn't all that, evidently. Or, he, he, was or he was just a dick. Yeah, he was too. a dick, too. He was yeah. a dick. Yeah. That dude was a dick. I mean, I've heard that yeah, he was a dick. He's a dick. I, don't, I don't know him in real life, either. But I'm just saying. He always seemed kind of like a dick, yeah. to be honest. But, um, yeah, they were talking about... we went to school together. Really? Yeah, because his shop was behind where where my middle school was in Dominguez. I think he, I think that shop ended up being right behind Dominguez Elementary School, and he was from the area right there in Carson. So we probably went we probably went to Dominguez Elementary School together. Quentin Tarantino we went to that school with me too, but he was a couple years older than me. But I remember him. I remember, but I, I remembered him getting in trouble a lot. But he was like three or four years older than me. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I remember you Remember his name and fucking everything I remember seeing. Well, that is a pretty, um, because that is his real name. He mm-hmm. didn't change it. That is a pretty uh, yeah. distinctive name. Yeah, and then he, uh, Quentin worked at the <clears throat> video store the video that was just, store, at, yeah. just at the corner. 
just up the street from the school, right near the Mexican restaurant. I think it was called El Ranchitos mm. at the time, which is a good little Mexican restaurant. I wonder if it's still there. Probably not. I mean, that was a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah, Ian England said that had to have been a match made in hell. I can't even, like, imagine... Like I said, I don't know either of them in real life, but that does seem like a weird match. The California celebrity scene's real superficial. They date other fucking famous people. I mean, that's who they're around all the time. and and there's a lot of... There's a lot of fucking um, abuse going on because you have extremely rich people in what's basically a ghetto. A lot of fucking the L.A. area is a ghetto. And the rich people are coming from that ghetto. So they just... <laughs> you could be in the middle of a ghetto and drive fucking 15 minutes and fifteen minutes to these streets and you end up you see in fucking mansions and shit. It's a weird it's area. It's always been it's, that way. It's a weird area, yeah. yeah. That's how Hollywood had so much power over the locals. That's how they recruit these young girls and fucking do all this fucking casting couch action and shit like that. Those girls didn't have any fucking money. And people would move there. Well, yeah, everybody went and, there from all over the yeah, country. Yeah, but they didn't Hoping have to get money. discovered. Right. Yeah. And they usually just ended up getting exploited. Or, yeah. Or murdered in some yeah. cases. Which I've written yeah. about. But, uh, I left there in 81. My family wasn't from there anyway. They moved there. They were actually Southern family. My mother was from Virginia. My dad was from Mississippi. But that's where you were born, though. Yeah. California. Yeah. Born in Lakewood. Lakewood, California. My mom's from Baltimore, Maryland, and my dad is from Springfield, Tennessee. That's where... So I'm kind of southern-ish and kind of northern-ish also. I was saying while you were in the bathroom that one of these days we should do a drag queen double feature with Priscilla, Queen of the Desert... And Tu Wong Fu, thanks for everything, Julie Newmar, which are both, one of them is Australian, and one of them is American. All right. But they both have a similar theme. Well, and both of them up. are very good. You can set that up. I'll, I won't remember any of that. You probably will like them, okay. I would think. I haven't seen Tu Wong Fu in a long time, but I've seen Priscilla, Queen of the Desert multiple times, and I love that fucking movie. It has, what's his name from, um, what's that fucker's name? See, I get drunk and I can't remember actors' yeah. names anymore. The dude that was Wayland in Prometheus. Oh, oh uh, yeah, that guy. What's that the... guy was in it. Yeah, I forgot what his name is. Tammy was talking about an Abba turd, yeah. Yeah, he had a turd from Abba. That was one of the things that I remember most from that movie. Tammy, so he, he, she loved fucking Eddie Murphy as Gumby. Yeah, it's Gumby, damn it. Yeah. Gumby, damn it. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, shit, man, back in the 80s, like, Eddie Murphy was the shit, man. Yeah. I must have watched Raw four bajillion times. Yeah, you watch it now, it's not funny, but it was funny. I mean, it's still kind of funny, but it's just... Well, comedy doesn't age the same way as other things do. Like, it's very rare to see a comedy, like an old comedy, that's still funny. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, a lot of times you'll see some comedies, like, from the 80s or the 70s or something like that, and you're just like, what? (laughs) You know what I mean? There are some, but... Okay, I will submit... That from the eighties, uh, Ghostbusters is still funny. Yeah. Ghostbusters is still funny. 
Um, but a lot of comedies from the 80s, even ones that I thought were real funny in the 80s, if I watch them now, it's like, it's not as funny anymore. Yeah. It's just not funny. History of the World, fucking Mel Brooks' History of the World isn't funny anymore. I watch it and I was just like, eh. Although Airplane is still funny. Yeah, Airplane's funny. Yeah. I will submit that Airplane yeah. is still funny. Because <laughs> we watched that a couple years ago and I'm like, okay, that's still funny. Yeah, a lot of Mel Brooks stuff isn't funny anymore. Mm. Just, that type of humor just kind of aged out. Yeah, comedy is really... Your threshold was smaller back then. Yeah, and in a way, it's sure. kind of like, it might be the hardest genre to like make right. a make something in, because that's something that... I, I feel like comedy ages worse than any other genre. Yeah. Like, you can watch a horror movie from the fucking 1920s, and that shit's yeah. still scary. You know yeah. what I mean? You can watch a drama from back then, and it's still good. But Dave, you watch a comedy back yeah. then, you're just like, what? It doesn't make any sense Old to Old Dave Chappelle is still funny. Because a lot of that's just storytelling. Yeah, you and I, I mean? tend to like comedians yeah. that don't... I don't like comedians that are too topical. I don't... Right. Because it dates. If yeah. they're just telling funny stories or making yeah. observations, that doesn't date. So that tends yeah. to be... You know, that stays funny. Telling stories about fucking... And then it was Charlie Murphy telling stories about fucking... Prince, the time he was hanging out with Prince. That was fucking hilarious. That's Eddie Murphy's brother. And then fucking Dave Chappelle's playing... He's playing fucking Prince in Charlie Murphy's story. That was a fucking great one. You can't, you can't beat that one. And I mean, that is still funny. Yeah. Even if you don't really... You kind of have to know who Prince is. Yeah, like I yeah. said, as as time goes on, like yeah. you'll lose that context, right, I guess. Yeah. So in some ways, I think it's just better to... Yeah. make comedy out of like just universal truths or like universal human experiences it doesn't date as much but you know if you make too many topical references 30 years from now people are going to watch that and be like what the actual yeah, fuck are you yeah. talking about yeah, you, talking you about? know what i mean so and i and some comedies that you see nowadays like that still even airplane did that to a to a smaller degree where it's like they reference stuff that was going on at the time, like in the late 70s or whenever that movie was made. And it's like nowadays people would be like, what are you talking about? Like they don't understand the context. Yeah. But a lot of that stuff is still funny though. It's better to just keep it general. Ian says I it's think. the same way where he lives. There's a fucking a million dollar, what did he say right there? There's a million dollar mansion. $10 million mansion mansion's five minutes away from a damn tweak trailer park. Yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, Hollywood is like that too. I yeah, kind of you got that millionaire going to that trailer park saying, "Any of you girls want to be a star?" You know, that's a recipe for disaster. Also, who's got drugs? Yeah, it's a recipe for disaster. <laughs> and that's the way the L.A. area was like. Uh, probably not like that anymore. Hollywood doesn't have the power it used to, and it's just. Uh, but that's the way it was. A lot of those rich people, or not, a lot of those rich, famous people in the Hollywood scene, came from those local ghettos. And they didn't have any skills, really. So they had to do whatever the studio said. Or if not, they'd be thrown back into those ghettos. And people and will, like that people for, will do a lot if you're threatened with like, hey, we're yeah. just going to chuck you back on the street and you'll be yeah. homeless again. And, then, you know, so, and it's not a new phenomenon. It went back to the 1920s they were doing that. Like I said, we were talking about that on the other show where... Tom said, hey, if some, like, big oil sheik or something like that, like, yeah. offered you $250,000 to, like, go hang out with them for a week and you had to fuck them and stuff, he's like, yeah, yeah you better go. I'll, like, keep you, I'll help I'll you I'll be back packing your bags. You know what yeah. I mean? That's Which, just... like I said, 
I don't want thousand dollars. I don't want to do that. Money. But it's two hundred fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> they could sit there counting the fucking so, numbers going. Well, what can for we just do like one two? week? I yeah. could live for years and years, right. like on that. Yeah, yeah, it would be shitty, but I could put up with it for a week probably. <laughs> it's a job like any other job. That's <laughs> it. Yeah, it they was just, and that's fucking, how I would approach it. Yeah, they they had me. The I'm US just like, yeah, here we are. Had all right. me going into combat zones, all right, where you can get killed for a lot less. Yeah, I mean, it's better than me as long as the shit was safe, and I knew that fucking you know she'd become back alive and fucking. You know, and she's a, yeah, I don't want to get murdered. Or yeah, right. Yeah, but it's like you right. know what I mean. But we were talking about that with this uh, fucking what's going on now because of Instagram and the internet. Billion dollar fucking oil barons, the sons of billion dollar oil barons, have access to beautiful women that don't have any money. And that's Just anywhere in the world, for disaster. Yeah, yeah, anywhere in the world. And like I said, actual, you offer somebody a quarter of a million dollars. Yeah. And then they give them a $60,000 down payment so they can buy clothes for the event. Fucking, then, yeah. And then that, then that girl, after all that, goes back to her little podunk town. And she's going to marry those dudes in that area? Man, her fucking standards have been set awful high. She's never going to come back from that. So who knows what kind of fucking pressure, that, what kind of forces are put on that girl. Because these are girls in their 20s. Although I like to think because I'm old now, yeah, it's not the so. Same it's as like old yeah, person. so it's not the same. So I'd be yeah. like, yeah, I'll just just give me my quarter of a million dollars, please, and then I'm just gonna go back home and like right. live happily for the rest of my life. Yeah, because when you're older, without you, having to do that crap. Ever when when again. you're older, you know what you know what reality is. Sure, you have a, but you you know what the baseline is. I'm like, woo! I could pay off all my credit cards yeah. and I could get a new car. But when you're in your twenties, some gonna chicks put gonna the rest of it in the savings when account. When you're in some, when you're in your twenties, a chick's not gonna realize what an unusual situation that was and how that's never coming back. Oh, I'm very aware that that would never come yeah, back. Yeah, I would. I would very much take yeah. that as like this is a one-time yeah. thing. Because, like I said, I don't want to do that more than once. That would not be fun for me. That would not be fun at all. But no, I totally understand it because Jameson, what would happen if they do it to you? I says, well, I, I think I'd be, have to fucking. Well, go. like I said, if I gotta go, you gotta go. But I just, I would just try to change my fucking uh, thinking, like I'm on, in, in a different role, like a secret agent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, like I said, you just have to think of it as like, well, character. I'm just this. on like a short term contract. This yeah, is a job that I have to do. I'm undercover. Right, yeah, undercover. I'm you got to do that. Like, you just get my fucking quarter right. of a million. And just I'm look at it back. like that. And then that shit just never happened. Like yeah. <laughs> and then later on, you don't have to think about it anymore. Hopefully. <laughs> Buy a whole fucking fleet of fucking Harley Davidson. You just got to compartmentalize that shit. Because, like I said, that would not be fun. I don't want to do that. Um, It doesn't sound like a lot of fun for me. But, um,. But for $250,000, I would probably put up with it. As long as I could just, like, forget about it when I came back home. You'd have fun. You'd have fun. Because yeah. the, the locations they were going at and everything, you'd have fun. At. Yeah, but, but I wouldn't... part of the normal... I wouldn't know anybody, world. and it's just kind of yeah. like, I don't know. It Jenny might be... is a little bit of a fucking wet blanket when it comes to that. Like, oh, no, but you, you, you... I'm not a wet blanket. You, I'm just saying I wouldn't know anybody, and it's like they probably wouldn't have anything in common with me. They would probably not be cool. It would, you know it I mean? would be real mundane. That's what I mean. It's like, yeah. and I don't really like super hanging out with, I don't really like hanging yeah. out with like super normie people like that. Yeah. So it's just kind of like, it wouldn't be fun for me. Right. And it's like, oh, and then they have to, then we have to like, you know, exchange genitalia. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Go to the restroom. I'm just, I'll put up with it for $250,000, but for less than that, I probably would not. Uh, Cause like I said, there's, it doesn't, it doesn't sound like for everything. It, it there is. Yeah. I, I agree. But, like I said, I wouldn't enjoy it, though. It wouldn't really sound like that much fun. 
I like I said, I'd have more fun like probably like hanging out with the girls than having to do shit with the dude because I don't know that fucking dude. It would be weird, but you know what I mean. Uh, Tammy said, I think that's why Eddie Izzard is so funny. Yeah, that's what I always thought too. He does stories everyone can relate to or knows something about the subjects he brings up. That's one of the things that I was, I mean, he's probably my favorite comedian ever. Um, and I think that's why, because he doesn't really tell jokes. I don't really like comedians that just like tell jokes of like set up punchline, all that kind of stuff. I like ones that are like storytellers. And Eddie Izzard seems to do like a lot of, even though I don't, I don't know how much of his stuff is like improvised, but it seems very improv, like the way that he goes about things. And I know that he kind of like works on his stuff, like as the show goes on, like he does a lot of improv type stuff and he just like tells stories and a lot of them kind of go in like real surreal directions, but you can still kind of like follow him into those directions. And that's like very funny to me. Like all of the stuff that he does is great. I mean, every single show of his that I've seen has been fucking hilarious. I don't think I've laughed so hard as I did the first time I saw Dress to Kill. Um, I think I just almost had a fucking heart attack laughing at how fucking funny that was. I mean, that's just like, and I've watched it like many, many times since then. I have it. Watching what? Eddie Izzard. I have like a bunch of, um, of their stuff. I have Dress to Kill. I have, um, what was the one before that? Circle. I have Circle, which was after that. I think that was two mid two thousands. Um, but I have like most of their stuff, and it's just like, oh my god, it's so fucking funny. It's just like fucking hilarious. Yeah, Hugo Weaving is also in um, Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. I can't believe you've never seen that. That's so good. I love that fucking movie. Um, thank you very much, Little Mova. Hey, I'm super hey. late, but Jenny, have you announced you're doing another live? for Tomes of Terror, Flickers of Fear yet. Um, I'm going to do... I've actually watched it and kind of written out what I want to say about it. I think I'm going to do it on Sunday. I'm going to do... Somebody requested that I do the 1981 movie, Fear No Evil. And I found that on Shudder. So I watched it yesterday. And so I'll probably do like a stream about it on Sunday. Going to say like right for me, I didn't love it, but it's interesting if you're really into like religious horror like if you liked the omen or something like that then you'd probably dig this mm. but it's out there it's a little bit out there I'm gonna say no, but um, i shared a song with you on fucking instagram i sent you again um death in june uh, excuse me death in rome pump up a jams your <laughs> version of that you'd like that i had not realized that death in rome yeah. have so many because I've heard a lot of their covers. Oh, yeah, yeah. But they have so many that I haven't, like, listened yeah. to yet. So what that is, is they're, they're a cover band. They cover yeah. pop songs, but they do it... But then, like, in, in, in uber-goth fashion. Uber-gothic, Germanic, fucking... They're so great. It's so great. Yeah. Folk way. It's so great. They're doing it in the, the Death in June style. That was the original band that did that. Yeah. It was, it was called uh, Neo-Folk. Gothic yeah. Neo-Folk. Right. And it's like, so they're aping Death in June, but they have their yeah, own thing going on yeah. too. And they're and they usually take a song yeah. that is like an '80s pop song, or yeah. not, they did That's some '90s upbeat. pop. Yeah. They, they'll take like a real upbeat one, yeah. But they'll like make it real, make it like beat. a dirge. Yeah, make it's it real great. Downbeat. I love right. it. They yeah. did. Um, 
Love is a Battlefield, which I think yeah. is probably my favorite. Pump up the jams. They did pump up the jams. They did Barbie Girl. Yeah. The Aqua they, song. They did fucking uh, Careless Whispers. Careless Whisper, the Wham song. Um, take on me. Yeah, they take did. A, on me. They did a really cool version of that. Yeah, they did dis- Cures Disintegration. Well, see now that's kind of like a lateral move though, because yeah, that, yeah, that was already, already kind of that was already kind of a gothy yeah. song. But I I kind of like when they take the ones that are were like super upbeat like pop songs. Yeah, and like Make turn them, them into like gothic dirges. Yeah, that. it's, it's all this Germanic fucking drums and fucking socialist sounding shit. I think Love Is a Battlefield is probably that my favorite. Good, yeah. The Pat Benatar song. That's fucking great. I love that so much. It's on my it's on my phone, actually. We listen to it in the car sometimes. The sign. I saw Oh, that's song. right. Yeah. yeah. Who, sent, who did that fucking song? I forgot. I wanted to say Roxette, but I don't yeah. think it's I not sent, Roxette. I sent her it? the sign and I sent her fucking pump of a jam. Mm. <laughs> Classic shit. That's the shit we, we to listen to. We, we we dance to that shit. We got Paul Vane at yeah. Mannequins to play. Death in Rome's version of Pump Up the Chair. Yeah, I'm after that. We dance. were the only two people that danced to it. Yeah, he plays it early, though. He played it early. He plays it too early. He played, if he played it later when everybody was dancing, they'd do it. They he, tried, he, he knows that I'll go out and dance on my own yeah. early in the night, so he'll play that shit Yeah, I mean, I'll dance by myself. I don't yeah, care. Dances, yeah. I got more room. Right. At least I don't have like a bunch of douches like trying to like get in my fucking way. Right? Yeah. So, yeah. But yeah, so he'll play like yeah. good shit. Like, he'll play like Nick yeah. Cave or something like that. Like, check it out tonight. Yeah, you'll okay. like it. You follow. You can follow those links back to their shit. I've talked to them before. They're they're good dudes, and uh, they got fucking thirty or forty songs. They're in Germany. Fucking, they have one where they came down in a damn fucking Vril saucer, which is like a German World War Two fucking flying saucer that they had. Fucking, and they said, "Where'd you get that?" They go, "We got it off of eBay." <laughs> of course. Yeah, they had a CG version of them coming out of the fucking flying saucer. Yeah. yeah, they're very into like they're that funny. old like Germanic pagan. Yeah. yeah, Germanic pagan. Like you know, kind of fucking like socialist man looking brown shirt kind of looking, but they're poking fun at it too. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's super funny. Yeah, like funny, but like in a, a dark way. In a in a dark like darkly funny, mm. but I don't know. I dig it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mackie Max said Scientology has a foothold in Hollywood Boulevard. Yeah, they do. Yeah. There's a YouTuber trolling their staff every day and night. I think he calls himself Streets of L.A. Whatever, whatever happened to um, the angry gay pope? Is he still out there doing? He makes t- comments on my. He's on my. Right? Yeah, he's on Facebook. He's, so he's he on my comments. Facebook. Like yeah. I know his real name, but if I ever fucking post any muscle fucking videos, he's like, "Stop shaving." <laughs> like, no, man. We talking about. He tells you to stop shaving. Man, I gotta get Jen to clip clip my back. Yeah. I grow hair every fucking where. Ridiculous. It's not that bad, but yeah, you do have a hairy back. Yeah, you gotta fucking you got you you know, doing what I do, you gotta fucking. I pull the clippers out, fucking Jen, fucking clip my back. Yeah. Shave the yeah, it's fucking shit gets nasty. But gays <laughs> love it though. Gays like hairy men. You're like a bear. Yeah. 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 Well, what do you think, Zach? What is it? What, what is that with all this hairiness and shit? Okay, so your ass is so Zach is like the token gay. So you're asking, yeah, Zach, him, Zach, Zach is the token gay. Hairy or not hairy? Like as far like like we're talking about backs now. Yeah, he shaves everything else. I shave everything. I shave everything. He's he's. Hairless. I try to keep trim, but he can't do that. He can't do his back by himself. So yeah. I have to do it. I have to do it. Yeah, the gays are always telling me to fucking let everything grow. They're in these hairy motherfuckers. 
Yeah, I'm, not I'm like ambivalent. Um, yeah. I don't like I. You know, I don't want you looking like Sasquatch, but yeah. I don't really like. I don't. A little bit of hair doesn't. Angry gay me. Pope tells me stop. Hair, shaking. hair does not bother and, me. And fucking same same thing. Same thing with fucking, um, fucking my boy, fucking um, uh, who Toby? Toby. Yeah. Toby. Oh, he said stop shaving. Yeah, yeah. But then I look at fucking Toby. Toby's not all that hairy either. I said, yeah, you don't have hair on your back though. Yeah, well, you know. I'm not. I don't know. I'm not bothered. Toby's, by it. Toby's like not, it doesn't. It doesn't gross me out. Toby's not even on test. I personally, like on myself, do not like to have hair, mm-hmm. but I don't really care if other people do. It doesn't really bother me. Like I'm not. I'm not bothered by the it. One way or the she other. loves Nick Cave. That's crazy. My, he's my yeah. favorite. Yeah. Like honestly, I love Nick Cave because she got a Nick Cave poster right there. I got there. a Nick Cave poster right back there from Germany. Can you see it from right? Oh, don't knock yeah, it see it right there. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, it says fucking Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds right there. And it's all in German. It was yep. like from a German show that he did. Yep. And honestly, I'm probably like a bigger like I love his solo shit, um, but I'm probably a bigger fan of the Birthday Party. Um, I just love that fucking crazy fucking post punk energy that they had. Um, his solo shit, I really like it up until. He started to, like, mellow out some, which, you know, like I said, that's what happens when you get older. And I do like his more mellow shit. It's kind of grown on me more, like, as I've gotten older. But to be honest, like, my favorite shit of his solo stuff is probably, like, his real early shit. I mean, his first album from Her to Eternity, I love that fucking album. I listen to it all the time. It's very rudimentary, but... I don't know. I'm just kind of into it. Like, all that fuck, fucking shit that was on it. Like, his cover of Leonard Cohen's Avalanche was fucking great. I love that fucking cover. St. Huck was great. Like, that whole fucking album is so good. And um, I love the blues album that he did, Firstborn is Dead. That's also fantastic. Um, probably my favorite album of theirs, though, I think was Henry's Dream, which I think came out in 92. Um... That's probably the one I listen to the most out of all of the solo stuff. I have all of his stuff, though. I like that album that had a, what's called Murder Stories. Murder Ballads. Murder Ballads. Yeah. That's great, too. That was 96. I want to say that came out in 96. That's yeah, also great. Sta- yeah, his cover of Staggerly, I fucking yeah. love. And like I said, we go to Mannequins and... They play that. And he'll play that for me because he knows I love that song. What's one of the Red Right Hand? That was on Let Love In, Let love which was in. 94. Yeah, that was... That was what's um, the name of that song? Red Right Hand? Yeah, it's called Red Right Hand. Okay, yeah. That was like the um, theme song of Scream, although the yeah. song came out before that. Yeah. But that is also a great album. Probably my second favorite. Yeah, that's another time when you got foreigners fucking, uh, fucking fantasizing about living in the South. Fucking yeah, Nick and, loves the well, South. and he's Australian. And he's Australian. And yeah. they have a thing about like America. Well, but because Nick Cave, I mean, even from a young age, even from the birthday party days when he was like in his fucking teens and 20s, he was real into yeah. uh, Southern blues singers. Yeah. Um, and even later on, he did an album Delta um, called Kicking Against the Pricks, yeah. which was um, which is a Bible quote. And he did covers of songs that he really loved. And a lot of them were blues covers. Like he did um, Hey Joe. He did um, I'm Gonna Kill That Woman, which I think was originally Muddy Waters. And he did, like, a bunch of blues songs. Like, he did, like, some Velvet Underground and shit. Like, like he did All Tomorrow's Parties and stuff like that. But Some of the first... I think probably the first goth song was a Delta, Mississippi Delta Blues song called I'll Put a Spell on You. Yeah. I would say that was gothic. 
And it wasn't old Howlin' James. He wasn't the first one that did it. I heard the Howlin', original. yeah. Uh, he, he covered that. There was a dude that fucking Well, did all it of those songs were way older. They're way older, yeah. Because people... Mississippi blues. Yeah, people would, like, take yeah. songs, like, record yeah. them. That, the songs that hadn't been recorded. For, that was like, the shit Elvis was hearing. Yeah. When he was a kid going, man, I gotta bring this shit to the fucking mainstream. And that's that's what it was. But if you go listen to the original version of I Put a Spell on You, it's good. Real good. I've heard the... I think that was 20s, maybe 30s. Yeah, all of them 30s. are, like, really old. Recordings are out there. They're on YouTube. Tammy said, Red Right Hand is also the opening song for the show Peaky Blinders, which we still haven't watched. Like, we've had it recommended yeah. to us, like, so many times. Also has Tom Hardy. Oh, shit. We should watch that, then. Yeah. Yeah, Red Right Hand, like I said, I think a lot of people know that song because it was the kind of unofficial theme song of Scream, the original Wes Craven one that came out in 96 or whenever that came out. Uh, that album came out in 94, though. And... That, I mean, I will admit that is a great song. That's not my favorite song off that album. I think my favorite song off that album is probably the opening one, which is called Do You Love Me? Um, which is still, that's a fucking fantastic song. I love that fucking album, too. But I think that's probably why. Because they do actually play that at clubs, and a lot of people do seem to know that song. I think it's mostly from Scream, but might be from Peaky Blinders, too. Uh, Lil Movie said, my boyfriend introduced me. First song I heard was She's Hit. Oh my god, I love that fucking song. My favorite birthday party song, though, is Swampland. Swampland is my favorite birthday party song. Um, although, Jennifer's Veil is a close second. I don't know, it goes back and forth. I love Jennifer's Veil also. Really, that whole, the last EP they did, um, which was just called Mutiny, um, I think it was only, what was it, only four songs? Four songs? Six songs? Something like that. But all of the songs in there were fucking fantastic. Uh, Jennifer's Veil and Mutiny in Heaven are fucking great. But, yeah. Swampland, easily my favorite birthday party song. But Jennifer's Veil, second. Second. Yeah, Heido said I love Swampland. My favorite is Mutiny in Heaven. Yeah, Mutiny in Heaven's great, too. Like, I have it on my phone, and it's like, every time it comes on, I'm just like, fucking... <laughs> they were so fucking weird. I loved them. I loved them. I mean, that was so fucking good. They were just... It was just kind of like... Um, I don't even I don't even know how to describe it. It's kind of... It's blues-influenced, obviously, but it's also post-punk influence, and it's also kind of just like madness-influenced and drug-influenced. And I've never really heard anything like it before or since it's they're very singular like they don't really sound like anyone else and i'm just like really into it but like i said nick cave is really kind of one of my personal heroes i guess because not only is he a great fucking songwriter but he's also written a couple of novels which were fantastic and also kind of crazy um first one being and the ass saw the angel and he also wrote one called The Death of Bunny Monroe, which I feel like a lot of people don't talk about all that much, but I've read it and it's and it's good. Uh, it's not as good as End the Ass of the Angel, though. That, that book was like, um, very William Faulkner-esque, I want to say. So it's kind of out there. But if you like William Faulkner, if you like Southern Gothic, then you'd probably like be super into it. Because he was very into like Old Testament imagery, you know what I mean? Like, he was real into that kind of shit. And I was, like, really into it. So, like, I don't 
you know, I'm an atheist. I don't believe in any of that kind of stuff. But it's like I love all of the like iconography around that kind of stuff. And like the whole thing he did, like like on um, Firstborn is Dead, which was his second solo album with the Bad Seeds. He did a song called Tupelo, which was basically comparing the birth of Elvis with the birth of Jesus. But it was done like seriously, like like myth making, and it was just like fucking brilliant. Like the um, the lyrics for that are fucking brilliant. I think he's one of the best songwriters ever. You know? So see, we got some other, like, Nick Cave and birthday party fans in there. So I'm not just a nerd. What's that? <laughs> I'm not just a nerd. Yeah. We got some other... And the movie said her, bo- her boyfriend introduced her. To yeah, her. yeah, yeah. First yeah. song was, yeah, she's it. Yeah, she's hit. That's she's a great hit. fucking song. I love that song. But I told her Swamp Land was my favorite. And then High Desert said, I love Swampland. Also, it said, my favorite is Mutiny in Heaven, which is probably, that's probably, that's got to be in my top five. Although, man, all their songs are so fucking good. I really like, um, they did one called Say a Spell, and it's really hard to find it nowadays. Um, but it's, I really, really like that one, too. I don't know if you, I mean, I'm sure you probably heard that one, but that's another one of my favorite ones called Say a Spell. Really, really good. So who's your boyfriend, Lil Mover? Where'd he hear uh, uh, Nick Cave? Birthday party. Birthday party. And all that was his old band, yeah. Yeah, he must be an old guy. You're that he's cool young guy. Or a cool young guy. Yeah. Yeah, but it's hard to tell these days yeah. because, like I said, we've met some you know, fucking... Young people that know all kinds 19, of 19, 20-year-olds like, that know all of that you shit. You know that shit? And they go, oh, yeah, yeah. And they name all the people in the band and everything. And all the albums are like, God Well, damn. in a way, that's kind of cool because I was talking to my brother about this because he did not... He was flabbergasted because he's only yeah. four years younger than I am. And he's into a lot of the same music as me. He was in a punk band back in the day and shit like that. So I told him, we were going to my, our grandma's funeral, and we were riding together, so we were talking about that. And I said, bro, he doesn't go out anymore. You know, he's married, he has kids and stuff like that. So I was kind of like, we have met 18, 19, 20-year-old kids that know all of the old music. And sometimes, like, know more about it than I know about it, which yeah. is saying something. And I was like, it's kind of cool, like, because for them... I mean, for us... For them, it's an old... It's ancient history for them. Well, yeah, but for them, they're not sick of it either. Yeah. Like, for them, it's almost kind of like, yeah, it's old, but it's also, like, brand new. For us, you go to a club and you hear, I don't know, this corrosion or something like that, and you're like, oh, here's... Like, I love that song, but it's like, oh, here's this song again. We've been hearing that for fucking 40 years, you know what I mean? But for them, it's not like that. It's like they might have just discovered that song a year or two ago. So it's new for them. She answered me in two places right there. Um, Yeah, he's older, but I'm older than I look. He's a punk metal band member. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then he's into surreal art, too. Yeah, okay, see, that's awesome. How how old are you guys? How old are you and her? I mean, just curious. Just curious, yeah. Yeah. But so, yeah. The mover looked like she was in her 20s to me. You did look very young from the video that I saw of you. Yeah. Yeah, High Desert said I've never seen Nick Cave live, unfortunately. I haven't either. The only time that I ever had the possibility was I had bought tickets to Lollapalooza in 1994. They were playing at the fairground in DeLand. I had tickets. I was super excited. Um, Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds were playing. I was also excited about L7 because I liked them. I don't remember what other bands were on it. Um, But I was super jazzed. The morning of the show, I wake up. And it had rained the whole previous night, and the fairground 
flooded and the stage sank into the mud mm. and they canceled it on the morning and they didn't reschedule so i never got to see him now my sister who is seven years younger than me and also a big nick cave fan has seen him multiple times because she lives in actual cities where he actually plays um so i'm kind of jealous about that she's seen him at least three or four times i think and she always likes to rub it in. She's like, oh, my God, it was so awesome. And I'm like, oh, my God, you suck. I'm She's 30. He's 36. Oh, y'all are still youngsters. Oh, okay, yeah. You guys live here in Florida? I <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking know. Hi, said, a chick I used to know introduced me to the birthday party when I was 15. She became a junkie later. Yeah, that probably happened a lot, you know. Yeah. Nick Cave being a big heroin addict. Although, he did um, get over it. I guess. He was one of the ones that didn't die young from that. I've never known a guy who is uh, hooked up just walk away from it like that, though. They take little vacations away from it. Well, he has said, and I mean, he's probably, I don't know how old he is now, but he's probably like in his 60s, I would imagine. He's older than me. Yeah. By a long time. And he said that he's like, well, I read an interview with him a few years ago. And he said, I think that because of all the problems I had with heroin and all that other kind of stuff, he's like, I think I want, like, everybody wants me to come out and say, you know, don't do drugs, drugs are bad things. He's like, but I don't think drugs are bad things. He's like, you know, sometimes you can do them and it's fun and it's fine and stuff like that. And, you know, um, and I don't think, you know, I don't know about nowadays now that he's older, but, you know, I didn't get the impression that he stopped taking them entirely. I just think that he has, like, a better handle on it. Well, that's like what Billy Idol says. Right. Yeah, Billy Idol, he's, he's, he's not as crazy as he was. He still does stuff. I mean, I that, think yeah. one is one of the ones that I And that's like. the thing. When you get older, yeah. that's kind of one of the nicer things about getting older is that you're not... You got less to lose. <laughs> well, one, you have less to lose. Yeah. And you have, like, more control over yourself so it's just kind of like you can do some shit and go crazy and stuff like that but it's like man i don't have to do that again like for a while you know what i mean you don't get sucked into it the same way that you get sucked into it when you're younger yeah you know so i kind of feel like that's maybe the case with and honestly like i you know nick cave still looks fucking good like for as old as he is yeah uh he didn't get fat um, you know, he didn't blow it out or anything like that, like some other rock stars that we could name. Yeah. Um, just kind of same as Iggy Pop. Like, he probably took all the drugs back in the old days, but he looked pretty fantastic. Like, like he looks like an old man, but he looks like a cool old man. Yeah. Not getting fat is a big thing. Yeah. Keeping weight off you. Yeah. I, I think that helps a lot. <laughs> well, it's kind of like Billy Idol. He looks old now. He doesn't look as good as he did 15 years ago. He looks pretty old, but he's not fat, so he can still pull it off, and, you know, he's still got a lot of fans, and I like seeing him, and he kind of made a good transition into the internet world, where instead of releasing albums, he's just releasing singles on YouTube, and still touring. Yeah, I mean... You know, and making single videos, which is, that's how people do it now. And he's, I'm sure he has enough of a fan base that that would, like, probably sustain him. Yeah, he just has to tour. Sure. You know, he tours and... And you can even do, like, smaller clubs and show like, uh, sure. That's the thing. And I kind of feel like a lot of 80s bands do that because there's a lot of old fuckers like us. And, well, and not just old fuckers, but, like I said, younger fuckers that just discovered the music. I mean, he's a granddad. Yeah. 
in a but he owns his own house now and he's doesn't he doesn't I don't think he really needs the money. I think everything's paid for. I think. Yeah. I think that house is he owns it. I would hope so. It would yeah. really bum me out if somebody that was that famous back yeah. in the day, like now had to fucking scrabble for yeah. money. That no, would he's doing pretty good. That would really like bum me out. He did a single just uh Couple a year or so back called Roadside. You can see the uh, the video and everything on on YouTube. It's great. It's a great song. Used to play it at the uh, I put the Oasis for the bikers. I put Roadside on. They fucking loved it. They, That's Billy Idol. They go, yeah, they did. You know. Oh yeah, yeah. I even liked his Christmas album. That yeah, got, we got a, a good. Well, we got to play the Christmas album. Where is it? I, I don't know. What'd you do with it? It's around here somewhere. It's got, around here somewhere. Yeah, I got his album. Yeah, we Christmas got album. we got his Christmas album. Yeah. <laughs> like last year, or the year before. Somebody, I think Tammy bought the Christmas album too. I yeah, think, I, think I like it. Yeah, yeah, I like good. it. Yeah, I like that Christmas. Billy album. Idol's fucking Christmas album. I mean, everybody got to do a Christmas album. Yeah. You know what I mean? All right, I got to pee. Okay, go ahead. Talk about something. I'll be back in a minute. I'll talk about something. I'll tell you uh, what I'll talk about is I'll talk about how hungry I am. <laughs> I made some uh, butter chicken, Indian butter chicken. Made it made it last night. It's even better today. I probably got a gallon of that shit left. I think I used eight chicken breasts in it. So there's a lot of food down there with basmati rice waiting on me. So I'm sitting here doing the show, drinking, going, getting hungry. I'm not in the Christmas spirit yet. For some reason, it's not really dawning on me that it's fucking Christmas. I'm buying Christmas gifts for everybody. Sent Christmas gifts to fucking Soph. I got Christmas gifts for Jen, my mom. I got buying shit for people and I'm just not really in the in the Christmas spirit yet out of the house I got the projectors and everything just ready to go I just been busy been busy out there fucking tearing fucking shit out doing yard work gonna make that fucking display out in the front put a new fucking garden in there whatever you call it and uh, try to increase the value of this fucking house. <laughs> we'll sell this bitch off in another fucking seven or eight years of being gentle. Fucking split to the Philippines and live like fucking kings. We have talked about doing that. Yeah. Like maybe moving to another country where it yeah. was like much cheaper. Yeah. Because the Philippines is a U.S. protectorate. So my VA money can be sent to the Philippines. And I make two grand a fucking month. Just VA fucking free money. And that's a shit ton of money in fucking in the Philippines. You know, that's enough. That's a lot. And then with the show and the other things that we do online, we can still do the show from the Philippines. Yeah, that's kind of the nature See, of it. So we can do the shit from anywhere. We can continue to work. We can do this show from anywhere. Yeah. We can do porn from anywhere. Yeah. I can do graphic design from anywhere. Yeah. So that's just, what's nice about it. I'm just it. trying to put, you know, it's not time, but when the time comes, I want to put the feelers out to see where a good place would go to move it might be philippines might be mexico mexico yeah. might be cool too because they got we a have, much, much better goth scene in mexico City. they do have a really good goth scene yeah. in mexico but i think the philippines is even cheaper than mexico it is so, at least now right right now i mean you can buy a fucking palace for a hundred and fifty thousand dollars in the fucking philippines that's what it's like you know fucking making two thousand dollars a month in the philippines is the equivalent to be making like six thousand dollars a month here that you know and your credits my credit is fantastic 
so you know I got a good relationship with the bank. I could just fucking finance a, a home and have a home constructed. That's another thing I could do. Yeah, we have a thing. I've been researching the other dudes that are doing it. Yeah. You know. Because that's something we've been like discussing yeah. for the future. Yeah, and a One lot of, of fucking days. VA guys. If you're listening to me, Murder Hornet, that's another fucking VA guy. He's on VA fucking Yeah, you're not going to live in the United States. You don't have to live in the no. United States. If you can move somewhere like much cheaper. Mu- yeah. Which we've been thinking That money goes really. a lot further in the Philippines. And because it's a U.S. protectorate, they won't shut off your fucking flow of your money. Which I wouldn't mind living in the Philippines. Mm-hmm. It, it looks nice, and they have really good food there. The people are real nice. That's what I've heard. People are real nice and friendly, and there's no real crime, and you get a lot for your money, and a lot of fun. And they do have clubs there. They even have fucking fetish clubs and shit like that. See, I like that. There. So they have like, like I said, I want like a low stress yeah. lifestyle. Yeah. And you just wind down over in the Philippines. Sure. Yeah. Lil Movie said, um, they're in Tennessee. They're in Tennessee, okay. When yeah. I visit I will see y'all. My father's side of the family is from Tennessee, yeah. so I've been there a few times. Yeah, I was over at uh, in Clarksville. And my brother used to live there, too. I was in Clarksville when I was in the 101st. I used to go to Nashville all the time. And then I had a friend of mine from Detroit actually moved to Nashville. So, uh, yeah, I like Tennessee. Tennessee is kind of like the big city of Mississippi. If you're in Mississippi, <laughs> so I'm going to move to the big city. What are you talking about? Fucking Nashville. Nashville. Yeah. Sure. Nashville. Clarksville. High Desert said, I love Andrew Eldritch. Yeah. He's still thin, but his voice is shot. Mm-hmm. I also love Robert Smith. His voice hasn't changed, but he's fat now. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Robert Smith, um, let's I, be charitable. He doesn't He doesn't look too great now. No, he looks like shit. But he seems like he doesn't really give a shit. He doesn't have to give a shit. His Why? music is still really good. But sh- his yeah, shows are boring, though. Their shit's still good, though. Yeah, his, his, the their music's really good. Though. His shows are so boring. So he's probably like, eh, it doesn't they just stand there I don't care what fun. I look like. The Cure is still a great band. And, oh, and, yeah. And their music is fucking great. Who would have thought? I never would have thought. Because I got into The Cure in the early 80s. Yeah. And I never would have thought that they'd still be fucking going. Yeah. Lil Mover, if you want to hear some good this music, man. This many years later. Lil and Mover. they're still good. Yeah. Lil Mover, get a, get a they're Cure still album. They're still One good. of the old classic Cure albums. Like Kiss Me, Kiss Me, Kiss Me, Disintegration. Or fucking uh, Head on the Wall. Or Head, Head on, on the, the Door. Head on the Door. Pornography is Pornography my favorite. Pornography is the best album, right? But I mean, that's like super like gothic. That's right? old, yeah. Real old shit. 82, that came out. Yeah. That's still my favorite album. Faith was there. good. Yeah, Faith was good too. Yeah. Pornography is still my favorite. Right. I have like, I don't know. I have a lot of other favorites, but that's still my favorite. That's still the one that I revisit the most. You know? Yeah. I listen to a lot of their other ones, but that's the one that I revisit the most. Because it's just, no. that's the one if I'm going to listen to the whole album. Yeah. I can listen to the whole thing. Although Kiss Me, Kiss Me, Kiss Me is like that too. Which is weird because that one is just like 10 different styles. Yeah. But somehow it all still hangs together like as one thing, which is amazing. Yeah, Move, if you you and your man come down to visit in Florida, go ahead and fucking contact us. We'll see what we can do. Yeah, that would be super fun, actually. Yeah, we'll show you guys where to go and shit. Yeah, we'll we'll go clubbing. It'll be super fun. It'll be super fun. Yeah. I'm super excited that you're like into Nick Cave too because I don't get to yeah. geek out about that. Tom like like you like some of his songs, but I like you're some not, of his stuff. I don't like you're all not, everything. You're not like super into some it, of it's yeah. gospel. Yeah, he's and, real into, and I like yeah. that. Yeah, um, I like that. Like, it's not usually something that I would like, but I don't know. I kind of dig it. His gospel can kind of get on my nerves, but all gospel gets on my nerves. 
That's why one of the reasons why I don't really I like Elvis as a guy. I don't really like his music because most of his music was gospel. Yeah. Well, Nick Cave was a big Elvis fan yeah. too. But Elvis had some good songs, man. Fucking uh, If I Can Dream was a fucking good one. Yeah. Uh, a lot of his old rock and roll stuff was pretty good. Um, but a lot of Elvis's music was fucking gospel. Yeah. Even though I know it was good gospel, I just don't like gospel. Well, I mean, Nick Cave, his stuff is, a lot of his early stuff is gospel inspired. Um, he didn't really do a what I would call a gospel album until um, he did one that, what the fuck was that one that came out in the 90s that had um, the weeping song on it? I'll tell you one thing. That had a song called The Witness Song on it that was straight up gospel, but that is an awesome fucking song. Cave could capture the gothic feel, the vibe, the sound. Yeah. No matter what he sang, it had a gothic tinge to it. The goth's light. Well, and like I said, he was... I like him because he's real into... Like, he's Australian, so he didn't grow up in this culture. Yeah. But he really is into... Southern Gothic. Yeah. Like, not just the music. Like, he likes all the blues and Elvis and stuff like that. But he's into, like, the literature. Like yeah. I said, like, William Faulkner, Flannery O'Connor, like, stuff like that. He's into that whole gestalt, I guess. Yeah. And he's really good, even though he's not even from here, he's very good at, like, conveying that in, like, in a way that's, like, crazy to me that he wasn't born here. Yeah, what's funny is if you're born in the South, you take it for granted. But the the South itself, me being from a Southern family that's moved everywhere and I've lived in other countries, and come, the, the South is a very special place. It has its own vibe to we it. We got our own shit going on. Yeah, and, and I like it. Although I can live anywhere, I like the South. If I'm going to live in the United States, it's going to be in the South. If I'm going to live in South America, it's going to be in Brazil. All right. If I was going to live in Central America, it'd be somewhere in Mexico. Maybe Mexico City in the goth scene there. If I was living in the Far East, I don't think I'd go back to Korea because I lived in Korea already. I'd probably go to the Philippines. We've talked I have about no going... interest in Japan. Everybody's all interested in Japan. I, I wouldn't no mind visiting Japan. Japan, but it seems kind of expensive to live there. And it's generic. Uh, that, that's, that's just a big urban place. You know, There are country places in Japan. Maybe I'd probably like those better. But um, I don't like places that are highly civilized and homogenized. And I like places that are a little wilder than that, you know. And the, the South has that. Central and South American places have that. Philippines seems to have that, you know. I like the off-brand. You know what I mean? Yeah. I like the off-brand stuff. Hi Desert said, Kay made a cameo in that Jesse James movie with Brad Pitt. Yeah, he, he played, um, what was the name of his character? Uh, well, he's been in a couple What's of up, movies. Man? He was in one called Ghosts of the Civil Dead, which was a Australian film. He was in that movie. He played a character called Storm something in that Brad Pitt movie, but I can't remember what it is right now. Also, he's done scores for a lot of movies, and he wrote the screenplay for a Western called The Proposition, which was actually very, very good. Super, super violent, which, like I said, if you know anything about him, you won't be surprised. Like, when I saw it, I was like, oh, of course. This is very Nick Cavey. You know what I mean? Yeah, The Proposition. Yeah, that was a great fucking movie. I really liked that a lot. What the fuck was the name of that movie with Brad Pitt in it? (sighs) 
Yeah, Nick Cave was in it, and he and he had like a um, god damn it, he had like a big white pompadour. Shit, man, what was the name of that movie? I saw it a couple of times. Somebody will remember. Like I said, I I get drunk and I can't like remember shit, but I know I've seen it. Um, but yeah, it was really good. But and I think right around the same time, right around the same time he was in Ghost of the Civil Dead, which like I said, I've actually never seen because it's an australian movie and it's kind of hard to get hold of that was when he did the mercy seat video which i love the mercy seat johnny cash covered that song which is fucking crazy to me he did something different with it he did something more like the version that's on the album which is called tender prey is a lot different when he would do live shows, when Nick Cave would do live shows later on, like I have a live album um, called Live Seeds that he did, and he did a version of Mercy Seed on there that was kind of closer to the version that Johnny Cash would do later. It was kind of more like a folky kind of version, I guess. I love Johnny Cash's version too, but I don't know if a lot of people know what the original sounds like because it doesn't sound anything like the, the album version doesn't sound anything like the Johnny Cash version. But the Johnny Cash version is good, too. But, like I said, Nick Cave would do, like, a more folky version of The Mercy Seat later on. Which, like I said, that song was about... Like I said, he was very into, like, Old Testament imagery. That song was about a man who was on death row. And he was in the electric chair. And the whole thing was an extended metaphor about the electric chair being like the like God's seat of judgment. So it was very like Old Testament, but it was also kind of about a dude like getting executed, like for murder. You know what I mean? So it was also I, I loved that he would take shit like that, but like put it like in an Old Testament, like biblical kind of context. I don't know. I just really liked I don't know. I just really liked that whole like fucking situation. And like I said, I think he's one of the best songwriters like ever like his lyrics his lyrics are fucking fantastic love them um and he's written like a bunch of books of his lyrics as well like poems and stuff i want to see that movie that czechoslovakian movie what's it called the undertaker the embalmer oh the one that was in the um yeah the death in rome video yeah yeah a little mover that one of those videos that i sent you the second one yeah that music video is made up out of a movie a Czechoslovakian movie that post-World War II about it. Oh, no, excuse me. Before World War II really started, a guy who is, it's about a Nazi, and he kills his own family members because they're part Jewish. And he, he owns a damn funeral home. It's a horror movie. Yeah. I well, want to see it. It's called, uh, I think it's called The Embalmer. That's what that movie Yeah, was. you can probably find we it. We were looking for it. Yeah. Uh, we were looking for we gotta. We, we'll find it. But it's not in English language. It's in Czech. We'll find it. Yeah. Ben says... They say it's a masterpiece. I mean, it looks they cool. They say it's a like, just from yeah, it's black and white. Ben, who is from uh, New Zealand, has seen Ghosts of the Civil Dead, which is cool because I want to see it. Uh, it's a prison movie. It's pretty good. There's a guy who gets beaten up and has cunt tattooed on his forehead. <laughs> he wears a bandana after that. I guess as you would. Um, but yeah, that's one movie that I've actually been wanting to see a lot because I know that that was something that Nick Cave was in. 
And there was, like I said, in the Mercy Seat video, which they showed on, um, what was that show they used to have on MTV? 120 Minutes. Um, they used to show that a lot back in 1988. And I remember hearing a lot about that movie, but I never got to see it. You know what I mean? But Nick Cave's been in a couple of movies, but he's written some movies too and written like scores for them. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So Ben's seen it. One of these days I'll see it. Somebody send me a copy. <laughs> That'll play like on an American thing. How long has the show been going on? Um, two hours and 36 minutes. Okay. I don't know. I'm having a good time. We're not going anywhere. I'm hungry. Yeah, I'm kind of hungry too, but I still got some drink left. I still right, have some right. drink left. We'll finish this drink, though. <laughs> you gonna have more butter chicken, or are you gonna make? Bunch, or yeah, are you gonna make something else? Butter chicken. I mean, that butter chicken is yeah, like so good. Yeah, I got a bunch of it down there. You were making it the other day. You didn't tell me ahead of time that you were making it, but it's like I was up here working and I smelled this something. And I was like, mm, yeah, that smelled like butter chicken. Yeah, <laughs> I hope that's what. butter chicken. <laughs> that's what it smelled like. You make really good butter chicken. Thank you. Gonna say, we tried out, I forgot, I think we forgot to mention this. We tried out a new Indian restaurant. Yeah, that's right. Last weekend. Yeah. In Mount Dora. Yeah. Because we we got up Saturday and we're kind of like, man, you know what? I don't really feel like going to the Chinese buffet today. Let's go to a new place. Like a yeah. place we haven't been to before. So we kind of went on Google and looked around. It's like, what's around here? Tom's like, hey, there's an Indian restaurant called Sheba in Mount Dora. Maybe we should try that out. They don't have a buffet. Like, we couldn't determine if they had a buffet or not. No, they had a buffet, but not on those days. They did, but, like, not on the day that we went. So we went there. It's a small place. Like Literally, it looked, it's the size of this room. Yeah, it looked big, like, the in the pictures, but it's room. not. Um, and I'm going to say, like, the service is slightly slow. Yeah. But food the was food good. was really good. Yeah, pretty good. The food was really good. I got... Um, it was expensive, though. A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. I think we paid almost 60 bucks for two of us. Which yeah, it was for 50, Florida. That's well, with a tip, it was fifty-seven, three, fifty-five, something yeah. like that. And in Florida, that's that's expensive. But I'm gonna yeah. say that was two. Well, we also got like the um, it's got a side the non, yeah. and I think that was seven dollars on yeah. its own. Seven dollars for bread. Yeah, yeah, it's a little steep. It is a little bit. Yeah, the food was good though. I got lamb korma. You so got chicken korma. Chicken korma. That's right. And it was, like, really, really good. Pretty good. I was curious because one of our favorite Indian restaurants in Central Florida is Memories of India. Which, which we have to go back to soon. Yeah, which is in Lake Mary. Yeah. And they do a lamb korma that is out of this fucking world. Yeah, it's real spicy, though. But it's... Well, yeah. no, it's not. You can get it mild. I usually get it mild. But yeah. the thing about their lamb korma... It's brown. Yeah, it's very, very brown, and it has... Um, slivered almonds yeah in the sauce which i'm all about um i don't think memories of india is is actual indian food but it tastes good well like i said everybody's got their <laughs> own, their own thing, and the thing yeah. about it is that india is a big country right so yeah. it's just kind of like whatever indian restaurant you go to i mean wherever that chef is from yeah like whatever region of india that's from the like the recipes are going to be we different. have seen indian people in there eating it yeah so, yeah yeah so it's just so yeah so i was curious um, to get lamb korma at this other place because I was like, oh, well, I always get lamb korma at Memories of India and I wanted to see, like, how it was different. You know what I mean? Because it was... And it was a lot different, but it was still, like, really It was good. yellow instead of brown. Yeah, it seemed, like, a lot more turmeric-heavy. Yeah. 
Whereas the one at Memories of India is a lot more garam masala. Is a lot more garam masala, and like I said, had like slivered almonds and yeah. stuff like that. I still will say the Memories of India one is better, but yeah. the one at Shiva was good. Too. It's still pretty good, yeah. Just different. I don't know if the if the cost was effective. I'd Maybe rather, not. Like, I'd rather like go to fucking Memories of India for that price. Well, Memories of India, um, they're slightly expensive, but you, you get a lot. Get a lot. Yeah. Like they honestly, I think they give you the. They give you the non for free, right? Yeah. It just comes with it. Yeah, and and they have a they have a buffet on the weekends, remember? On Sundays they on do. Sundays yeah. they do. And, and they have like a good. they have a champagne brunch. Yes, champagne brunch. Like they give you great. like the um Yeah. What do you call the That's champagne? where we're going. We're going there this weekend. You want to That's go to where memories we're going. of we're going to that champagne brunch. We're going to look that <laughs> That's shit up. Sunday, yeah. Sunday. I think it's just Sunday. We're Might be Saturday sure. too, I'm not sure. Yeah. I remember just eating till we just filled to the fucking gills, man. You know, you have to struggle to go home and shit. But shit, we're we're both on gear. We can eat fucking <laughs> we can eat food till fucking uh, our hearts desire, and not really put on any fat. Well, I mean, I can't eat you that just, much food yeah. anyway because I'm just kind of yeah. like I can't really eat that much there's at no one room, time. But there's no room because I'm just like yeah, I'm it's just gonna really, throw yeah. up. So yeah, y'all need to fucking see Jen. Y'all are gonna see it soon. Jenny's fucking body's looking so fucking fantastic. She's fucking. Looking better than I've ever fucking seen her. Her booty is, is ridiculous. He was biting it yesterday. Oh, yeah, he was biting it. He kept day. biting it. I couldn't resist. I went in I there like resist. I was. I was spotting him. I fucking bite it. Yeah, I was working out. Cause yeah. he was like doing like he yeah. was lifting like really heavy weights and stuff. And yeah. so I went in there to spot. And then like I was leaving and I had my little shorts on. She had little booty shorts on. Yeah. Little booty shorts. And he's just like, come here a second. And then he bit my ass. Yeah, I bit her on it. <laughs> I couldn't resist it. <laughs> and we're then like a video. and then like later on we're like laying in the room and I was watching what was I watching? I was watching MasterChef Junior. Yeah, I was sitting the, there. the Christmas edition. I'm sitting there start fucking And he just keeps like rubbing on it. And keep like rubbing on it and yeah, biting it and stuff. I'm like, it. Do you want me to pause this couldn't or have couldn't have it. We had to pause it and put porn on. Yeah. Yeah. And then it went down. <laughs> just um Although the porn that the, the porn that you picked it was sucked. I wasn't really watching it. But, you know, yeah, I wasn't really watching it. There was nothing, really nothing to see. <laughs> but um, the uh, I just I, I want to have some background shit and ambiance going on. But anyway, the uh, uh, Jen's Jen's fucking hormonal profile is fucking causing her to fucking take a shape I've never seen her before. It just her shape is fucking getting furious, man. And it happened fast. Two months. It just it did, which is really two weird. months. Yeah. And like I said, it was I serious gear though. I, put I haven't really noticed it all that much because you, you know, know what I mean. You're not used to it, yeah. I'm gonna but take a picture of it. I've gotten comments though, like from other people. Yeah, what they say? Huh? Excuse me. I didn't get up that early. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um. Remember, I said the um that British guy that watched yeah. us on Streamate. Yeah. He actually like um messaged me the other day and said, "Hey, I haven't seen you guys on Streamate in a while. Like, are you guys all right? And what's going on? And blah blah blah." So yeah. I was talking to him for a while this morning. And um, he's like, he's seen some of our older shows, and yeah. he's like, "You guys look a lot different nowadays yeah. than you did back then." And I was like, "Yeah, we're like on hormones and all this other kind of stuff." Yeah. And he's just like, "You guys look 
amazing like nowadays so i was just like yeah that's awesome technology is a reality yeah and i got a uh, comment the other day on one of my videos Mm -hmm. i can't remember which one it was it might have been one on one of my scare salon ones yeah and they the person that was commenting was like super excited they're like not only are you super into horror movies but you're also very funny and you're also i think the term they used was uncomfortably hot okay yeah all right so i'm like okay i'll take it okay i'm not really sure how to take that but okay I, that was I mean, just from, that was just from the video that you made, or was it? He, I don't remember what video it was. I think it was one of my scare salon videos. Okay. I think it was the last one that I put up, which was my okay. five favorite horror movies from yeah. 1982. Yeah. It might have been that one. Yeah. Okay. Because the weird thing about it is that I post shit over on my scare salon channel. Yeah. And some of those people don't know about 13 o'clock. Okay. So they must be just being recommended that. Yeah. Without. Right. Which, like I said, so I always kind of try to say, hey, I have, like, right. a channel over here where I do, like, a bajillion movie yeah. and book reviews that I don't... I try to cross-post them, like, j- at least put them in the um, in the playlist. Mm-hmm. Like, on Scare Salon, I have a playlist that's 13 o'clock book reviews, 13 o'clock movie reviews. But the thing about it is that live streams, it won't let me post a live stream as a video, like, mm-hmm. in a playlist. I don't really understand why that is. Weird. Um, so I'm thinking about maybe I should just upload them like separately. I don't know. I don't know. You'll figure it out. Yeah, I'll figure it out one of these days. But yeah. So it's weird because I'm kind of finding like another audience over there that don't know about the main channel, which is crazy to me. That's crazy. But yeah, I do have two other channels, if you didn't know about that. Scare Salon, which is my horror channel, and Crime Memorial, which is my crime channel. I actually did a video today for my crime channel. I'm going to post it on Monday. And I might do a um, live stream tomorrow, like I yeah. said, about Fear No Evil from 1981. Which, like I said, I don't remember who it was that recommended it. I didn't love it. But there was some batshit stuff going on in that movie, though. I don't know if the batshit nature of it batshit, yeah. Okay. made up for the boring parts, but... It was interesting for sure. Yeah. Because I'm like, I can't believe I never saw this shit back in 1980. Or maybe I did and I just forgot about it. But I'm just like, wow, what the fuck is even going on in this movie? It was kind of like, imagine 1981. Imagine the Omen meets Greece. Kind of. Yeah, right. But with a little bit of carry thrown in there. Okay. Like, it was kind of like that. But, but then it was like over the top homophobic also. Now, there's somebody in there named Balkwan is talking about the Philippines. He says that's really the way to go. What do you say? Where is that? It's up. Did I miss it? Balkwan. I think his name is Balkwan. Something in there. Oh, shit. How far back is this? Um... Okay, well, I remember all this. So. Okay, I remember that one. I remember that one. Uh. Look at the unicorn. Um, are you seeing stuff yeah, I'm not yeah, seeing? Yeah, it's gone. It's gone now. Where'd it go? Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't see it. Man, it was just here a minute ago. That happens sometimes. Yeah. If you see it, read it to me, because I don't see yeah. it. No, her name is M- Malky. Mackie Mac. Oh, Mackie Mac. Yeah. Yeah. You go. You go. Yeah. Yep. Philippines is the way to go. Okay. Heck, you can even buy a house 
by a Palwan, whatever that is. I don't know what a Palwan is. Palwan and Borke tourist attraction in the Philippines. A hundred islands expat go there all the time. Manila and Makati, tons of expats. That's what I've heard. Yeah. I was like looking into it a little bit because we were talking about it a while back and I was yeah. like, ah, that might be something we want to look into in the yeah. future. Yeah, um, if, you, if you have everything I've been fucking hearing from the dudes that are going there, some of them are called passport bros uh, of different ages. And um, if you're on a fixed retirement income, they say you want to go to the fucking Philippines. And just go there to retire. That your fucking retirement. There's a whole economy down there to capture people who are on retirement income. Because uh, you know the U.S. dollar is worth a lot there. DVG so. Dragon just said Philippines is crazy cheap. Yeah, amazing exchange rate. Yeah, That's what I was looking rate. up. It's like I, like I said, he told me about it, and yeah. I was looking up a lot about it. It's like, oh shit, man, maybe we should think about doing that yeah. like in a few years. It's beautiful, and the people are real cool there. Especially like cool. in a few years, if we could actually sell this house and yeah. like make some profit make off, off of it, it right. then we could just like fucking retire there and like not even yeah. have to work if we didn't want to. Yeah, and with the money from we the, could just be lazy with the money from awesome. the house, and then my retirement. Fucking, uh, I'd be able to finance a fucking mansion. Although I wouldn't even really need that. That's what I mean. Me. You don't really need that. Really need it would that. just be me and you. Just like, be like a nice house for two. Yeah. You know. And you don't car. need to get anything like bigger than. Right. I don't right. really need all of that. Then we just nonsense. have all, we just we just have the money to go out and fucking party and fucking go eat out every night. Yeah, I would rather do something rather like do that. that. Yeah. I would rather have like a smaller house that didn't need much maintenance. Right. And then spend money on just, like, going out and having fun. Yeah. And, like, traveling and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Because, like I said, you know, it, I kind of feel like some people, like, is like, oh, I need this big fucking house with this and that and the they other. They get so, old like, fast. We don't use most yeah, of Yeah, like I said, I don't use yeah. a lot of it. And yeah. it's just kind of like, it just kind of seems like, oh, you just got to either clean it or yeah. hire somebody to clean it. It's yeah. just kind of like, it's a bunch of room Although that you, you don't you, use. You could easily have a, a maid and fill Sure, but. Okay, I'm the restaurant. I'm just saying that yeah. it's like, yeah, you could have somebody come in like once a week and yeah. clean it so you didn't have to do it, but it's just kind of like, I don't know. I'm not a big fan of like having a bunch of space that you don't use. I would rather like spend money on going out and doing stuff, like traveling, going places. You know what I mean? I don't need a big fucking house. I'm not going to hang out in there like all that long. I don't need a lot of rim, you know? So we'll see. Ben says, my brother lives in Vietnam. It's very cheap there, like him. Yeah. <laughs> I looked into Vietnam, too, and that was, like, kind of another thing. Uh, Camp Guy said, I could never move overseas. I have too many family here in the U.S. of A. I mean, my family's in the USA, too, but the thing about it is that, I mean, I would miss them. I would miss my siblings, but I don't see them that much anyway because... You know, they live a little bit far away from me. So I only see them like a couple times a year anyway. You know what I mean? So yeah, I would miss them, but. And I'm getting to the age now where it's kind of like, you know, my grandparents are all dead and it's just kind of like my parents are getting old and, you know, like I said, really the only family members I would miss were my siblings who are a little bit younger than me. And I don't get to see them that much anyway, sadly. Hopefully I can see them again in January because my sister's coming back down. We're all going to like, we're trying to plan some shit for January. Maybe going to Epcot or something. 
but we'll see how that goes. Um, Xanada said Art Bell did a show from the Philippines for a few years. I didn't actually know that. Xanada said that Art Bell did a show from the Philippines for a few years. Oh, he did? Yeah. I thought he had a Filipino wife, didn't he? Or was she Native American? Oh, I don't I know. Forgot. I don't know. And then um, Ben said my brother lives in Vietnam. It's very cheap there. I heard that's another one that's a good one to go That to. was another one that I was looking into. The thing into. is, though, is that being a, being a veteran, they're going to adjust how much they send you based upon where you go. And if you go overseas, a lot of times in certain other countries, they give you a hassle. or like, nah, you're over there. We're not going to fucking pay you the money. It's a lot easier if you go to a U.S. protectorate. Or, a, a, you know what I mean? Which right. is something within in the American sphere. And this Phil the Philippines is a U.S. protectorate. So. Ben said Indonesia is good, too. Yeah. <clears throat> so, you know, and it's supposed to be a lot better than, say, Puerto Rico. Because there's nothing really in Puerto Rico, from what I understand. The exchange rate's really good, but there's nothing there. Well, and I kind of feel like a lot of people go there. Mm -hmm. You kind of need to go somewhere that... Yeah. It, it's kind of like that weird... Uh, middle ground yeah. between you want somewhere that like other expats go to so there's yeah. kind of like a community but not so many go there that it's like gonna be expensive Yeah, you know what I mean so I mean we'll see how it goes I'm perfectly willing to like move overseas a lot of passport bros are going there guys you know fucking uh, trying to have their first marriage they want to have kids kind of a traditional wife house picket fence kind of thing they wouldn't really have the money to do it here they go to the philippines yeah and um like and i've seen videos of these guys and they're just like it's just like anything else it's like a normal situation you know the guy's a he's in good shape he looks good he's got a real good looking young wife she might be five ten years younger than him and they're building a house together and having kids you know and uh when you look at the total cost that it cost him it's a fraction of what that would cost in the U.S. The U.S. And is kind of expensive. It's too expensive. To be honest yeah. with you. Yeah, Camp Guy was saying earlier that it's like he has too many, too much family in the U.S. to like move overseas. And he said, I have a married daughter with a stepkid and my son has a daughter as well. Yeah. Uh, same town. I've got two kids, a son or daughter-in-law and two grandkids. Yeah, that's one thing. Um, we don't have to worry about that. We don't have any kids and all our family's old getting ready to like i said in a way i'm kind of glad i never had kids <laughs> yeah um you know i know that sounds we're not tied down cold or whatever but i'm not like i said the only people i would really admit like yeah my mom is still alive yeah uh, my dad is still alive like i would miss them but they're getting older like i said the only people i would actually miss were my siblings um, but they're scattered out, spread and out. And I everywhere. don't see them that much anymore. Yeah. I don't see them as much as I would like to, because I really do actually like my three siblings. But other than that, I don't really, you know, I wouldn't really be bothered. So, like, we don't really have any kids or anything like that. So The Philippines, the food looked good. They said it's great. I mean, everything it's kind of cheap. looked awesome. Yeah, it's just kind of a tropical kind of place. It's, it's, it looks a lot kind of like Florida in a certain way. Uh, you know what I mean? The trees and the green, green everywhere and... And uh, a lot of guys had more than one house. Like the houses were small. Yeah. And they only cost like $150, $200 a month. See, love that. So they might have two of them. And then they they buy a motorcycle and ride between the two. Right. Like a little moped type looking thing. Right. 
Because honestly, be to, on the, one of them would be on the water, and the other one would be more inland. So there's and like uh, the guy was living on fifteen hundred dollars a month, but he was fucking living like a king. That's great though. Yeah. Because I mean, right, here yeah. two houses, you shit. can't do shit no, on fifteen hundred dollars a month. You right, can't. Yeah. You can't have any kind of life on that kind of money in the U.S. It's not enough. Yeah, the dude was in his fucking sixties, and he had all these fucking women in their thirties and forties beating down his door trying to marry him. He's like, I don't want to get married, you know. And they're like, they he'd date them, and they'd fucking come into the house and start cleaning and cooking. He's like, get out of my kitchen. <laughs> But they're trying to prove what great oh my God. they are. Wouldn't it be funny? Like we'll move to we'll move to the Philippines, and then like all these random ass women are Try like come coming in, in the house, cooking clean, and like trying. And I'm like, hey, I'm here too. Hi. <laughs> yeah, they're trying to. Well, um, it's uh, you know, you'd it, probably be like, all right, you can come in, baby. No, I know you're wrong, but it's, it's kind of like that. It's kind of like that in Brazil too. A lot of the, the working class women are. Are very much into getting married, and they uh, they gonna, they fucking flex the muscle of the wife skill of how good cooks they are. Well, and, yeah, I mean and, that's and, and the that skill they that they have, that's and the it's skill like, they look, have. man, right? Like right. I said, everybody got to make a living. Yeah, I don't begrudge. Right. I'm just saying that'd be super funny mm-hmm. if like if like we had a house in the Philippines and like all these random women are like walking right. in trying to like jump. I'll be like day. in Brazil, you know what I mean? You get a maid, right? And uh, maid also be jumping on your dick. No. Nah. <laughs> nah. you get one you get one that is a worker and there's a uh in a brazilian house there's a a, a maid's quarters it's like a little apartment inside the apartment and that's where they live and they're kind of like on they live there for free but they're they're on like an allowance right and then, and then they leave on certain days they got days off and they go back to their families and stuff but they don't have a their own home they live in your home yeah, yeah, yeah. Which they yeah. live rent free, but they. Which that would be fine. Yeah, they fucking. And it actually, and it would kind of be day. better if they had like their own little kind of apartment that they was do. like outside or something like it's, that, well, and then and, like and, they just come in like however. Well, we mostly lived in apartments, and in Brazil, the apartment has a little apartment in it called the Bates Quarters. Yeah, it's a miniature. It's got its own bathroom. It's got its own little sleeping quarters. It's usually behind the kitchen, and um, you know, and they. They cook and clean and do laundry every day. Yeah, you know. That sounds nice. Yeah, and it wouldn't be much, you know. Would she clean the cat boxes? Yeah, oh yeah, they do all that. It'd be like a it'd be like a hundred it'd probably be like sixty to seventy dollars a week. I love the kitties, but I do hate cleaning the cat boxes. Yeah. But they live rent free. You know. Yeah, I mean sure. And they're they don't have children or anything. Right. They're either young or old. Like retired women or yeah. they're young women. We'll get an old one. Yeah. We'll get an old one so you're not tempted. No. <laughs> so I'm not tempted. <laughs> Ain't that something? <laughs> you don't want some 25-year-old hiding no. with like a better ass than yeah. you, like walking around mopping stuff. And Tom in, the would be like, mm. in the Philippines, you get one like that and be communal property. She'd be jumping in bed with, all, with both of us and shit. Well, I mean, that would yeah. be okay. But that would be, just, yeah. You know what I mean? As long as no one's doing anything behind anybody's back. Yeah, not back. behind anybody's back. Yeah, we yeah. don't like that. Right. But yeah. We'll get one you like. <laughs> then, we, but then we can both Yeah, then money. you guys can go shop together. <laughs> Talk about what back. asshole dudes are. Well, yeah. Yeah. That's what girls do when yeah. we get together. Well, it's true. Yeah. Ben says, I've got a passport now. As a subject of the king, I'm entitled to a British passport. Took a lot of stuffing around, so but I got it earlier bro. this year. Now I just need to win the lottery. Yeah, how, how old are you? Too. How old is he? Oh, I don't know. 
Yeah. Yeah. Xander said there's 30,000 Americans in Costa Rica. Yeah, a lot of Americans moved to Costa Rica. Um, And then Ben said, that's a good spot, but they have bad roads. Well, I'm not planning on driving a lot. But I have heard Costa Rica was cool, too. Um, Ben says Philippines is full of terrorists and ninjas and drug dealers. At at least in the movies I've seen. Yeah, no. Yeah. I'm not afraid it, of anybody in the Philippines. Well, and it's not like that anyway. No, no. It's not like that anyway. Xanada said, tell Tom, yeah. Cocaine Cowboys is coming on Sunday. Okay. I found a Blu-ray. It's coming, uh, yeah? Okay. Ooh, exciting. Cool, cool, cool. I'll okay, so that. maybe we'll review that okay. then. Okay, all right, we'll, I'll review it. If it shows up in time, we'll yeah. see We'll see how that goes. Yeah. Yeah, Tammy said. You guys said, don't know what he's talking about. Tell Tom the cocaine will be there Saturday. Okay, Sunday. If, y'all don't know, <laughs> if y'all don't know what he's talking about. Because we've done a show about it before. You might be a new listener. We live in Florida. Florida, especially the southern half of Florida, that's that Florida skyline was built on cocaine. <laughs> it was. Yeah. That's what Miami Vice was all about. This was the entry point for cocaine into the United States. Ben said he's fifty. He's fifty. Okay. Yeah, so they, same. Same. You go and be a passport, now. bro. Yeah. Yeah. You need to go to the because I'm fifty-one. He's fifty-four. Yeah, yeah. So. 51. Same age. Um, the uh, what was I saying? Oh. Uh, Florida was really built on cocaine. All the fucking governors knew fucking everything. You know, it was... <laughs> they weren't actually trying to stop it from coming in. It was... Well, no. Part of the economy here. And uh, there was a, a phenomenon called the Cocaine Cowboys. And they have a YouTube miniseries about them. And there were some dudes in Miami who helped... They facilitated the entrance of fucking cocaine into the into the country usually through little airplanes that they bought and it was a very sophisticated fucking operation made by just local guys in in Miami and uh, it, it's a very interesting story they they didn't consider themselves to be dangerous criminals or anything i guess you and, wouldn't yeah they were just they were just trying to make money and they we're, were just, just providing a service and, and, uh, That's how you would think. They of it. tell their stories, and they were, to, I think, to the average person would kind of think they were unbelievable. They were not, a, they, but they were absolutely true. They get pulled over with all with a shit ton of cocaine in the trunk, and fucking warrants or whatever. You just tell the cops, he goes, "Look, there's a million dollars of cocaine back there in a bucket of shit, but on the can we just, just take it, it and let me go?" And the cops would take it and let him go. Dudes would get take twenty year sentences, and then they'd fucking help him escape out the back door. And, the, and nobody even knew that the dude was escaped. They think, thought he was still in prison, but no, he went back home. But he's just living a normal life. I thought you were in prison this whole time. <laughs> they no. caught him later. What the fuck? I thought you used to be in prison five years later. <laughs> no. <laughs> just, and that was the way Florida worked. Yeah. Um, now, the reason why they called it Cocaine Cowboys is because you had guys from uh, sa- South America in the, at, the ho- at, at the airfields here dressed in cowboy outfits, fucking running around between all the airplanes with fucking early cell phones and walkie-talkies and shit. They were like this big. Yeah, they were like this big and fucking... And they're uh, handling all the fucking cocaine shipments into the United States through these fucking private airplanes. And they were just little bitty Colombian guys in cowboy outfits. Bringing all this cocaine in. Xanada said, this movie makes you want to do cocaine. It makes you want to do cocaine, yeah. Tom has done cocaine. I've done it. You do it all the time. I've done cocaine one time. 
one time. Yeah. But the, they would fucking, But it was shitty cocaine. They would have fucking whole pallets of cash, millions of dollars, and they'd lose it and forget about it and just be up in a damn attic and somewhere That is hilarious, dude. They'd forget all about it. That you could like, oh my god, I totally yeah. forgot about this million dollars yeah. that I had. They were busy. I wish I had that problem. They had so much money and they couldn't spend it all. I wish I had that problem. Yeah. They'd sell the house. They'd have a, a safe house where they would they're like, oh yeah, I forgot that we like stuffed a million dollars in cash up in the there. attic of that in shit. Attic, yeah, oh well. And then they'd sell the house later on and that person would find the fucking cash and be, what the fuck is all this? And he'd go to the cops thinking he was in trouble. You should have just spent the fucking money. Nah, bro. They I would forgot just keep all about it. that money. I would just keep that. <laughs> I'm not telling the cops about shit. I found I like a whole... Yeah, I found a whole pallet of cash yeah, yeah, in life. the attic of my house. I am not it. telling the cops about nope. shit. No nope. way. I'm going to sit there and do the numbers. How long has that thing been here? How long has this money been here? How long have I been here? Yeah, how long has this house been abandoned? The, yeah, the, this they don't know about this money. Right. That's what All right. This so money's I'm, mine. This money is mine now. <laughs> That's what would happen. That's exactly. That's all right. I'm gonna take all of this money. I'm gonna put it in a bank, and then we're gonna go. We're going to fucking. We're we're moving to the Philippines. <laughs> Far away from any drug dealers. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So. That's, That's what exactly have. what I would do too. Yeah, I'm moving out of the country with all yeah. of this money. So bye. Yeah, Xanada said. Um, it has all the archival footage from the '80s. You okay. guys will really like it. Okay. Good. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. yeah, he said the Netflix series is about the second generation guys. This movie I'm sending is about the OG guys in the okay, 80s. Okay, yeah. Yeah, see. So you're talking about the Miami Vice guys right, from right. the Miami Vice era. Yeah. If you guys don't know, if you're too young to know what Miami Vice was, there was a badass fucking television series called Miami Vice. It had Don Johnson. I mean, it was very style over something. And, and they had but... a guy was named Tubbs. It was Don Johnson. And that his motherfucker's and, name. And, yeah, I forgot what that guy's name is. I'll think of it in a second. Yeah, and his fucking partner is a white guy and a black guy. They're two undercover fucking narcotics agents. And they're trying to stop the cocaine from coming in, and they're looking like drug dealers yeah, themselves. They're over undercover guys. And it was just a fun little series from the 80s. But that was, that was the... Uh, very slick. The cocaine like heyday, the and it was cool as shit. They even sold John Johnson razors. And it was a razor that you could shave with. Philip Michael you, Thomas, thank you. Philip Michael Thomas. Tammy, remember. And they had razors. Don Johnson, Miami Vice razors. That's right, I that forgot about those. you could shave those. with that would leave razor leave stubble. Leave stubble, yeah. Because he always has stubble. Right. So they had special razors that to leave very big stubble. Thing. I remember that. You had to have the Don Johnson stubble. Yeah, and then they had fucking uh, uh, moose, hair moose. Yep. Because they wore that shit. And then the fucking because your hair had to look like super greasy and pink suits, the peach colored suits, and fucking everything was a everything All was like pastel pastel colors. color suits that Which, they had, ew. and uh, <laughs> and with Ferraris and shit. And Don Johnson had the baddest gun you could ever fucking imagine from the eighties. It was a Bren ten, and Bren ten was basically a fucking American copy of the CZ seventy five nine millimeter. The fucking Czechoslovakian pistol was hot as shit, but except it was in ten millimeter. And we're not talking about this pussy ass ten millimeter that you have nowadays. You had the full bore, full load ten millimeter, which was up there with like forty one Magnum. All right, and he—that's the gun that he had, bred ten and full fucking bore, ten millimeter rounds. They had to tone those rounds down a little bit; they were too hard to shoot, and it would break the bread ten if you shot too much of it. There was. 
there was too much stress on it. But uh, yeah, that was the day. That was the day, man. I remember those. I was a kid. That shit was cool as shit back in the day. <laughs> I had forgotten about the stubble razor. Yeah, the yeah. stubble razor. When you brought it up, moose. I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hair moose. I remember. Like I said, everybody had to like look like you had to like moose your hair back so it yeah. looked like super greasy. Mm-hmm. Like that was like kind of a big thing. It looked greasy, but it was dry as shit. It was hard. I, yeah, fucking, yeah. It was like crunchy. Crunchy. It's like fucking super hard. Which is hairspray, and it was a mullet basically brushed back. Yeah, yeah. That's what you wore. Yeah. DVD and Dragon then Tubbs, says Tubbs had a Jerry curl basically. Well, yeah, he did. Basically, it's Jerry curl. Yeah. DVD Dragon says horror movie plot: Tom bites your ass, and you turn into an alligator human hybrid. She was wearing this look black shorts. And look, white like I wasn't. I didn't know it was gonna happen exactly yeah. because he sits up on the weight machine. Yeah. Because I was spotting. Yeah. And he's just kind of like, come here for a sec. Come here, for a second. So turn around. Turn around for a second, and I was yeah. just like, oh, what's gonna happen? And then he bite me right on that. Bite her on the ass. He yeah, bit me like, right on the ass. She was wearing his little swim. Trunk. And then later on, he was just kind of like, "Did I leave a bruise? Did I leave a bruise?" Yeah, I was in <laughs> he had to check and see yeah, if he left. Messing with it some more. <laughs> yeah. You didn't leave a Nadrolone, man. She's on Nadrolone. It's fucking. It'll, it'll change the shape, man. She's becoming like a fucking. You super, would probably be into like it if, if I turned into an alligator human hybrid. You'd probably no, be like, mm, no. okay. No. I don't know. No. Here, help me with some of this. We're going to, uh, here, drink some of this. Okay. Help me with some of this. Okay. Well, it probably needs ice. No, no. It's good. It doesn't need no, ice? No, it's freezing cold. It Is just it? had ice. Mm. Yeah, Zanetta said you're going to love this documentary. Yeah, he said. I'm looking he forward said to it. Miami actually. was averaging over 600 murders a year between 1980 and 84. Yeah. Yeah, it was bad. I remember right. those days. I mean, that's why they made a whole TV Y'all show. Y'all are probably but. not. Fucking up to, up to fucking speed with Florida, but the whole southern half of Florida is basically Central America, especially back in the eighties. One of their top drug dealers was the fucking cigar boat racer. He had this fucking speed boat, and they were actually televising his races. Mm-hmm. All right, this guy's would be racing this fucking cigar boat and fucking going all hundred something miles an hour. And nobody questioned where this guy, you know, who this guy is or whatever. He was a fucking drug dealer. Well, we should note that there were a lot, back in the day, there were a lot of cigar factories in South and Central Florida. Yeah. Actually, Tampa is known for its old (coughs) um, cigar factories. (coughs) Here it comes. It's coming back again. Yeah, we start start, uh, coughing. Yeah. We've been sick for the last couple weeks. Yeah. Maybe the last week or so. <clears throat> and it just, like, comes and goes. And I just start, like, hacking all of a sudden. He woke up in the middle of the night last night. Hacking yeah. and coughing. Yeah. I heard it. <clears throat> I'll tell you what. Why don't we shut this down? I'm fucking starving, man. I want some... I want some, uh... You want some butter chicken? I want some butter chicken. All right. Okay, so I guess we'll shut it down. Yeah. You guys had a nice <coughs> night. It was real fun talking to y'all. We ushered you into your, your weekend. Yeah. Fucking Friday night, and uh, tomorrow's going to be Saturday. Yeah. And if you guys couldn't go out, don't worry about it. We didn't go out either. Yeah. We didn't go I out. mean, 
And we yeah. go out sometimes. We go out tonight. Kind of broke, kind of drunk. It's the fucking, it's, it's, it's the holidays. And it's the holidays. It's the holidays. Like, yeah. I still gotta, like, buy Christmas presents. Yeah. So. But yeah, so Sunday, I'm planning on doing a stream on Sunday, and I'm gonna talk about the 1981 <coughs> movie, <coughs> Fear No Evil. Monday, okay, so we'll either talk about the man who killed Hitler and then Bigfoot, or we might talk about the Cocaine Cowboys documentary, <laughs> if, yeah. that, if that comes in time for we'll us to watch it. Time, yeah. We'll see what we'll see what happens. All right. So we'll like talk about that uh, either way. Also Monday, I'm putting up a new video over my Crime Memorial channel. It's going to be about the Mineral Washington murders from the 1980s. 1980s? Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I'm going to put up a video about that on Monday. I've already done it. I just haven't put the video up yet, but we're going to do that. So hopefully you guys had a good time listening to us jabber about whatever. Um, thank you for your super chats. Thank you for hanging out with us this Friday evening. And we will see you guys. Well, I'll probably see you again on Sunday, but we will both see you again on Monday. Uh, so good night.